Hello, and welcome to Help I Need an Adult. We're here at Foggy Water Studios with my co-host, as always, Megan, Mixmaster Chef, and our special guest, Kevin Brooks. Brooks, Brooks. What's up, man? Not much, man. Dude, Not much. it has been a minute. It has been a minute. So let's see, I'm thinking seven years? Yeah. Eight years? Boy, we had some good times back then, didn't we? Believe so. Staples. I have killed a lot of brain cells since then. But <laughs> yes, I would love to believe we did because from what I do remember, it was funny shit. I always remember positive things. Yeah. Never really negative. Yeah. I mean, well, there's some. Well, there was the one time I fell off the ladder. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's it was a great ride, man. And it's just awesome to get back in touch with you, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you've got some good stuff coming to towards you, which, Fingers you know what crossed. I mean? Like, it's awesome to see people get get good things coming towards them. You know what I mean? Get like, kind of like what they deserve. Cause you've always been a cool guy, man. And I don't know, like you always kind of like, uh, help me and Matt out. Are you helping me out as well? Cause I didn't know what the hell I was doing when I was working at Staples. Dude, I don't even know what I'm doing. Well, I don't you, even you, realize when I'm actually helping anybody. So you saying that is like, wow, man, you do it really well. You don't know that you do it really well, but you do it really well. So it's like, I guess, you don't know you're what you're doing, but you're doing. I don't. I'm doing for me and trying to hope that I'm coming across the right way. But how others perceive, man, that's that's their business. <laughs> you know, what you think of me is none of my business. All right, man. Well, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you're what you're going to do, man. Like what you're doing now, and what your what your you know future endeavors are about to. Um, what kind of adventure you're about to you know partake damn, on? Man, it's going to be interesting. Um, currently, man, I'm uh, managing an Apple store at the airport, Hartsville, Jackson. So you know. Large volume, a lot of people. I was gonna say you probably Met see some a lot of people. Yeah, um, characters, most, right? Oh, not just characters, the good characters. That's like, good. I've, I've got my my personal selfies with like Adam Gontier, uh, Bill Murray. Whoa! Um, wow. Yeah, Bill Murray. He's Bill my Murray. he's my king. <laughs> Is you know? he as enigmatic as they? Because like I've heard some legendary stories he, about him showing up randomly at Pete. There's like a documentary. There's a documentary on Netflix about him just randomly yeah. showing up places. Just yeah. it's like I can believe this. Bill I mean, Murray's at our party. Like, I'm literally, you know, okay. My store's on Concourse B beside Gate 18. Yeah, uh, we have a smoking area down past Gate 20, or no, let me see, it's the other direction. So it's down around Gate Nine. Um, so it's a decent walk, a couple hundred yards. Um, so I come out, this is back when I smoked cigarettes. I quit a couple of years ago. Good for and you, man. when I came out, you just hear this voice and you know, it's Bill Murray. Like <laughs> instantly you're just like, Oh shit, where is he? Did so, I just hear know, that? <laughs> so it's like, you know, you turn around and focus and here he is walking down the concourse with like four people just walking, talking, right. Shooting the shit. Yeah. So I just kind of pacing myself so that it slowly I filter in to a near vicinity. You know, I'm not going to crowd the man, but it is Bill Murray. I love that. You're like you near know? vicinity <laughs> yeah, within. You know? So I, I get close and I'm just kind of walking and, you know, and I'm just like, so what you flying through ATL? Like what happened to your private jet? Yeah, man. And of course he chuckles, you know, and he's like, well, I don't always take it. You know, people's man. Right. You know, and then, of course, one of the other people said something and it turns out the other people he's walking with were just on the flight with him. So he doesn't know them either. <laughs> so we're just kind of walking and he's cracking jokes. He's he's legitimately being what you would think Bill Murray is. Right. So, you know, it, it wasn't long. It was, you know, maybe a, a 30 second walk, but it was that. You know, just that interaction that he was like, damn, man, that's Bill Murray. And he is legitimately what you think Bill Murray is. 
And I just, you know, not because I don't like to call people out. I've met a ton of celebrities there. I don't like to just be like, oh, hey, you know, here's Bill. Right. So I just kind of walked out in front of him and threw my camera up. You know, I even got his permission to take the selfie and just threw it up and shot. And he was right over my shoulder. And I just kind of faded right on into my store and went on back to work. And he went where he went. That's like a that's a day in infamy right there. It was to me. You know, you know what I mean? Met Bill Murray. I'm like, holy shit. You I mean, know? no handshakes, nothing formal, nothing. He'll ever be like, oh, yeah, I remember that dude. No, right. Never going to happen. But in my brain, fuck, man, I met Bill Murray. <laughs> That's it's just something you'll never forget. You could tell your kids about that. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I, I stood there and helped Jennifer Esposito with her phone one day. And of course, she's I don't understand these celebrities in the concept of. I'm going to be incognito. They just, what do they just don't understand that? They don't understand their incognito is them standing out. (laughs) So here is this lady who is not, in my opinion, an A-list. I don't think anybody would consider her that, but she's still a good actress. Yeah. She does her TV shows. You know, she's attractive. She's got things going for her, I'm sure. But she's walking around with a Southpaw hat on, which is, I don't know if you guys are movie people, but that was a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal as a boxer was not really a good movie. Yeah. But seeing somebody wearing a hat that says Southpaw gets your attention because everyone on the planet knows, eh, it wasn't that good of a movie. Why are you advertising it? <laughs> yeah. Second of all, why are you walking around indoors with your aviators on? No shit, dude. I can see my reflection from a mile away with those glasses. Like, okay. Why are you wearing? Yeah. Why is it you're wearing a fucking like sweatshirt hoodie jacket thing that comes to your kneecaps? It's a beacon. It's almost like a beacon. Right. Just, like, and, and then you're kind of walking around like, you know, incognito. Like, I hope nobody recognizes me. They're not going to, but they know you're somebody. Do you think maybe, just maybe, they do that to say they're incognito, but in reality, they really want to be noticed? They really want to be seen. You think? Because it's hard to tell. Like, maybe they are just really, they don't understand how it works. Right. Maybe they watch too much TMZ themselves. That's it. But at the same time, it's like most people that walk through that airport don't give two shits who you are. That's true. Literally, the people I have encountered, the celebrities I have come across, it's like they literally have walked with the masses and the masses didn't even know they were amongst them. Yeah, It's like A to B. People want to go A to B. They're too focused on their gate. Hey, man, I have got to get to concourse A to concourse. I do not want to miss my whatever, man. No shit. Nobody (laughs) wants to be stuck in Atlanta. So nobody don't notice this. You know, I sit there and watch Mike Vick walk up and down the concourse talking on his phone. Wow. You know, don't get me wrong. Mike Vick, again, we're not talking about anybody. Yeah, super. But at the same time, he can literally stand there and pace for a 30 40 yard area in the airport back and forth amongst people and people are just bobbing around him so either they don't give a shit or they just don't notice and i have a hard time believing that many people don't give a shit i thought a lot of people (laughs) in atlanta love mike vick i remember when he played for philadelphia they wore a matt ryan jersey on the front and then mike vick was on the back and but i I mean you remember that in in i guess when you're at the airport you're I want to get to my flight. I don't care about anybody well, else. Well, the other thing to think about is this. It's the Atlanta airport, but how many people in there are from Atlanta? That's true. Yeah, you got a point. See, mo- that's the thing. Most of these people are not from Atlanta. It's They're probably... passers through from all over the rest of the Southeast, yeah. West Coast, East Coast, wherever you're at. It's either it's a, not it's a jumping off point or right. a business trip. Right. So a lot of these people, not only are they in a hurry to get where they're trying to get, they're not from here anyway. Mike Vick, man, who gives a shit? You know, hell, they might still be like, oh, Mike Vick, I should punch him in the face Probably. for the dogs. Yeah. You know, yep. like everybody has still got whatever their It's like that. Every, is. They heard other just like, oh, yeah. yeah, we're here. We heard about that a few months ago, bro. Like that was like, yeah. how many years ago, man? Shit, dude. 
seven, eight. You're just now hearing about it like <laughs> right. four months ago. <laughs> right. You know, and it's the same thing as you, know, you see athletes walk through all the time, baseball players, football players, basketball players. Um, Keith Sweat was one of my everyday customers. Really? You know, dude strolled in, him and his bodyguard all the time. We just, you know, I dealt with him regularly. Um, a lead singer for a band called Firehouse. I don't know if you guys knew him. They were from the 80s. CJ Snare was the lead singer. Got his phone number. That's insane, um, dude. You know, like me and him just communicate on that level all from this job. So I've had a lot of cool experiences. I know we're still getting back to the original question. Hey, hey, listen, if we where are you? If we want to go over here, headed? go over here. So that's what it's all about, man. So, you know, my job has been cool. I've really dug the shit out of it. It's been an amazing job. It's been with an amazing company. It sounds and it sounds like you've got a lot out of it. A oh, lot I have. of opportunities. Yeah, a lot yes. of you know what I mean? You know, I've met a lot of cool people, a lot of things, but luckily. Well, maybe not luckily, but what's coming from it has nothing to do with it. So how I landed that was literally, I just literally chucked dice out and threw them out. You know, I threw my resume out online and I got a call from a, a company snag. called Vanks. Yeah. They're a recruiting company in Colorado. Asked me if I had any interest in working in the marijuana industry. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what did to you a who, say? The who what? Yeah. Do you want me to what? So work for that? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, you know, there's some stores, companies in Florida who want to, who are opening medical that's growing. We're looking for people. Do you have interest? I threw my resume out there for a reason. Yes, I have interest. Yes, please. So, you know, luckily that's the cool thing about having a recruiter. When you have a recruiter in your back pocket, they do all the legwork. Yeah, dude. It, they, they do really because they get paid when you get a job. If they right. say, hey, you, here's your job. Here's your offer. They get 5%, 8%, 10%, whatever your salary is. That's what they get. So they'll hustle. They will. They are hustle. not only trying to find you a job. They're trying to make sure that you get paid what because company did they you get paid. Go through? Um, the one that recruited me was from Vangst. It's a V-A-N-G-S-T, I believe. Um but yeah, I got lucky and they hooked me up with another company called Columbia Care, who's yeah. from up in Massachusetts. And next thing I know is I've been offered a position to grand open a store, basically of my choosing, right. because my interview happened all the way back in May. And they Jeez. were like, you know, <clears throat> and, and this to me was the cool thing about it. This is what really made the whole venture was they literally, after my interview, the the market manager who runs the entire basically the southeast uh and the state market manager which is basically the state overall manager for all the different facilities they basically were like okay so we hire you where, where would you like to go you know here, here's the state of florida what do you want like in the state of florida they're opening 35 stores wow when are they supposed to they are see that's the other cool part it they literally had the first store opening i want to say it was about a month ago month and a half ago in gainesville and they're going to run all the way through this time next year and they're going to start to you know increasingly multiply the openings do they have any numbers on that store that opened in gainesville like how well they're doing so far i honestly no. have not asked looked into it made no effort to even care i honestly <laughs> don't see how it would 
I just you, wanted to know how busy they were yeah, because right. I think really they're probably just really busy. Yeah. I mean, that's my thought process. I know I've been mm-hmm. in stores in Colorado, Las Vegas. And I they're mean, always slammed. There's, well, it, I ain't going to say they're slammed, but it's constant because yeah, because in some of the stores, it's like you get called on a one-on-one basis. So you, your bud tender comes up and gets you, uh, I got you, takes you back. You do your thing. You leave. They go get somebody else. It's almost like a weed consigliere. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you can't necessarily say you're slammed, yeah. but you can definitely be steady. You know, but then there are other stores that just open up. I went to Planet 13 in Las Vegas and it's Mike Tyson's got hands in that and a bunch of other people. And it was just this enormous warehouse of weed and all different variations. And to go along with it, because I guess Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson and all these other people that are involved in this are aware of things. They literally pre-planned what was about to come with laws that were changing in Nevada and in Las Vegas, which means now there are smoking bars. Really? So now you can go into a bar and instead of ordering a beer, you can order a joint. See, I know that they were, wow. I was, when I was reading about that, the whole thing in public, they were like, yeah, we don't want you to do it. There's, you can't do it in these places. Yep. You can go to your house, Yep. but now they're starting to. Vegas is opening the door because Vegas is Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. But there's also like, you know, and, and I have never verified this, but apparently there are McDonald's in Colorado that have smoking areas. Wow. I don't know that I believe it. But I have heard it. That's cutting edge stuff right there, man. I should. I should check into that. It could be amazing. Hey, man, there might be a suggestion you make. Exactly. You know? Hey, <laughs> we might want to, maybe we could get in with some McDonald's. I heard it's hopping in Colorado. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Bed and breakfast. Be better breakfast, maybe. We got all kinds of different things we can, you know, hitch a ride on here. Absolutely. So, you know? so yeah, I'm interested to see where this goes. So, you know, basically they gave me a choice of, uh, stores in Tampa, St. Pete, Bradenton, um, where else? Brandon and Tampa. How'd you choose, man? Um, honestly, I haven't, I've let them, I just told them ultimately, if you'll let me have one of these yeah. in this area, life will be perfect because my old roommate lives in St. Petersburg. So that's perfectly centered, you know, drop it, no put the compass down, draw the circle. It hits Bradenton, <laughs> Brandon, Tampa. Spin that wheel, yep. man. And they're all within, you know, probably a 30 to 45 minute drive, depending on traffic, which, you know, to me, I don't think about because I drive now from Kennesaw to the airport every yeah, day. Dude, it's that's, 41 that's a miles. long and terrible drive. Mm. It's a horrible it's drive. Thank what God time? for the expressway. <laughs> what time do you go, like, have to be at work? So... Man, this is really weird because I create my own hell. But when I arrived there, we were opening at 7 a.m. And I was sh- and everybody originally was scheduled for 6.45 a.m. But then I show up and change everybody's schedule to 6.30 a.m. And then eventually I change the opening to 6.30 a.m. And change people's schedule to 6. And then I eventually say, fuck it, we're going to open at 6 a.m. And people are coming in at 5.30. That's on me. Yeah. But I'm getting up at 3.30 every morning and driving in. So You know what, though? Like... It sucks to get up earlier, but you're kind of trying to beat the traffic. Yeah. Not only am I beating the traffic because I'm going in early, I still get off between 1.30, 2.30. That's nice. So I'm home before the traffic and still have the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. See, and people got to think about that. But, hey, you got to learn how to go to sleep and function. See, I still can't. Yeah. I'm like 1 a.m., get up at like 3.30, oh, come home from work. Let me get like two hours of sleep time in, wake up, go do it again, and just keep that cycle going. I don't know how you do it, man. Dude, there's a reason I'm extremely out of shape. It's not just the alcohol. <laughs> it's just, dude. Okay, so I've tried it, like trying to do the six hours. I think, I think the minimum I've gotten is like maybe six hours, and it's just, if I get anything less than that, man, 
I feel like I'm a zombie. But have you always been? Well, no, that's now, man. Like back in the band days. Oh, bro. I mean, you remember, dude, we would get, I remember getting two hours of sleep sometimes. I I remember going in on 30 minutes. That's the thing. (laughs) See, you train yourself on this and you never change. Because your body's used to it. There you go. It's just saying. This all started for me when I was in the military back in the 90s. Right. I've just learned. I don't get no sleep. I ain't going to change that now. You're not going to get any sleep. Fuck sleep. I don't have time for sleep. Sleep will get in the way of life. Dude, I did not know you were in the military, Kevin. Oops. <laughs> you did? I did not know. No, I had no idea, dude. Really? I yeah, had no idea, man. Did one of those things, too. How long were you in there? Just four. Four years? Yeah. Just, just did the base, dude. but it was fun. It was enjoyable. Met a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I remember getting in the trouble in the hood a lot for beating uh, a lot of people in spades that a white boy from uh, the South was not supposed to be doing. <laughs> um they thought I was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when I started taking them for their weed. You were started just, taking them for their bombs. You were just lucky, man. I don't know what it was, man. I got lucky a lot then. Lucky and skill. Apparently, spades was the one game I was good at. Yeah. You just kept, and, you're like, I know I'm good. I'm going to stick with it. I didn't know I was good. That was the problem. <laughs> it was it was the other people I'd play with, and I always just gave them credit because I was like, it's got to be you. Yeah. Couldn't you're just me. you're just really bad, man. Right. You know? <laughs> but yeah, it was fun, man. I don't know if you guys ever played spades, but literally sat down and pulled a blind deal. Like just straight called it, pulled it and walked out with like a half a pound and was a lot of pissed off people. But we went home and. Hey, you're still alive, man. Oh, yeah. You're 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 here to you're here to, you know, say it happened. (laughs) That's that's always a plus in my book. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, I guess they thought it was cool, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, that's not something that happens every day, right? You get taken in your own place for for some dank and you're just like, damn. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to happen. Somebody just comes in, like you said, into your your area. (laughs) Yeah. And takes it, and you're like, you just kind of have to allow it. You're like, you know, what it's the like, hell just happened, dude. Got must have cojones, man, because he came to us, came to us, <laughs> took our things, Shit, and walked away, and walked away. We must allow this. It's like, I can't, I don't know what to do. It's ballsy, man. Yeah, ball. He's got cojones, <laughs> balls the size of basketballs. You know, yeah. Let's just, it's just gonna happen, I guess. Lots of strange things like that in my life. Those moments of things that would you look back on, you're like, oh, damn. How did man. I come out of that alive? Not even how I'd come out of uh, it alive. I think it was cool that I got to do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, that was one thing. Like, for me, I grew up in Scola, Florida. You know, it's not necessarily the most eclectic, wild, crazy town. At least it wasn't when I grew up there. All right. You know, so getting a chance to go in the military, meet people who are from the Bronx and L.A. and yeah, diversity, you know, man, it opened my eyes to a lot of shit. What branch did you join? I was in the Navy. Nice. I got to float. I got to go see a lot of shit. I saw Europe, saw South America. No shit. Yeah, I tr- definitely traveled. I I'm, think that's the only reason I went. In the, well, it's not the only reason I went in the Navy. That my grandfather had been in, too. So I kind of followed him stuff. He um, he actually was on a ship that was a day out early. He left early before Pearl Harbor was hit. He left out on the 6th. What? Wow. Yeah, so of course he had to turn around and go back. But his whole venture in his 20 years of retirement and all of that, like it just, you know, seemed like a cool thing. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a shot. That's my dad and I want to see some shit. Yeah, my dad was in the Corps and, you know, they have to do a, like a guards, they have to basically be guards for Navy ships for... I think he said like six months to a year or something. They it's, deploy with them, yeah. Right. Or at and, least with the squadron. Yeah, and he would. He just was like, dude, we got to see all kinds of crazy places. He was telling me stories about like one time they had some uh, leave time and the captain was like, okay, I'm going to allow you guys to buy some liquor, but we're going to have to keep it on the ship under guard till the next time you guys have leave. Right. And you're in the Navy and you know how 
sailor's art and it's every that day. was not going to work. So my dad said every day there were sailors coming down there and being like, Hey man, can we just, can we just, just a little bit? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, you cannot. And he's like, I, you know how many people I took to the brig for trying to steal their own alcohol? He's like, but the captain said it can't, you can't do it, you man. Do what, you do what the man says. That's right. He yeah. said the captain said it. So those are my orders. He's like, I didn't want to put the dude in the hey, brig. That's his floating city, man. He's the mayor. He gets to make those choices. He's the cap. He's yeah. El Capitan, bro. Yeah, he's the president. The he's the king. That's right. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, I, I think it's awesome, dude. Yeah, the, it, it's cool, man. It really is. You know, going to Puerto Rico, got to buy rum, you know, straight from there, different places <laughs> in the, the Bahamas, uh, all that alcohol consumption. What would you say your favorite place out of all the places you visit while you're in the Navy? Can you, if you could pick one that you were like, it really well, stood out. I'm, this is where I'm a strange individual. In what level would you like for it to be my favorite? Because there's different favorites in different mm, places. For okay. example, I love Argentina for steak. Wonderful place. They have a lot of cattle. They're really good with steak. It's yeah. very beautiful scenery. Patagonia's there. Chile, same concept, you know, same time, you know, you go to Colombia. Hey, you can't beat some of the partying that goes down in Cartagena. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I've been to Rio Copacabana beach. I've been up and saw the Jesus statue. Like, I mean, there's some partying that goes on there. The topless beach. They're all favorites because they all have something to offer. It's all like each one and has a special memory. Every, it. everything has something. And the other thing was, you know, I learned my first time through, uh, when I was in Europe, which was really sad and depressing because I don't <laughs> really have a whole lot of photos to back any of this shit up. <laughs> But, you know, going to the cathedrals in Rome and seeing the gold and Beautiful you know, going to the architecture and Greece and Italy and all these different cities. Good. And I'm 18 years old. And, you know, to me, what's important is I can reach the bar so I can have one of these cold, <laughs> frosty, wonderful beverages. Oh, man. Fuck seeing You're this like, shit. Thank God so for I Europe. <laughs> saw it, but it never collected in my brain at that age to relish in it, to enjoy it. Right. To see something that's literally history. It's Europe. I mean, you know, it's old as shit. It's been there for. And I missed that. Yeah. But when I got to South America, oh, I remember what happened in Europe. That yeah. won't happen again. Now, don't get me wrong. I still got shit faced. Yeah. Pretty sure I got fucking doped up somewhere and somebody tried to put me down. Yeah. But, you know, got carried back to the ship a few times. Different shit like that. You know, <laughs> crazy shit, man. Like, hey, Cartagena, man, we pull up. As you said, the captain who runs everything, the king, the mayor, the whole nine. Yeah. God of the ship. That's right. You guys can go out on the town and have fun. You got three days. Be back here. But you got to go in groups. Yep. I need you at least three to four. <laughs> you know why? This is not a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> if you're walking off the ship and, you know, there's the old policia. They don't carry nine millimeter pistols. Nope. Oh, they're carrying Uzis and fucking M16s <laughs> they with do grenade not play, launchers, bro. and they're wearing tactical gear, and that's just the police. Yeah, they don't you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> they do not. So you know, here's little little group moving around. You yeah. know, we don't look American. You know, it's not possible in the '90s wearing Tommy Hill figure, red, white, and blue, and Ralph Lauren, and all that shit. We don't look like a fucking walking billboard. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We're headed down. We're in Cartagena the first night. We're drinking. We're having a good time. Life goes well. We go back to the ship. We wake up on a hangover. We decide, fuck it. Let's go do it again. Why not, not right? Night dose. We're out walking around, hitting the bars. Limo pulls up. Window rolls down. Guy asks us if we want to go to a party. This is why the captain wanted us in groups. Yep. Let's go. 
<laughs> we jump in. We, we got you hey, got your party buddy, right? I need somebody to validate this shit's about to happen. Yeah. You know? So we show up. It's a fucking mansion. You know? Holy shit. If I didn't know any better, I think this could be a drug dealer's house. Could be. Fuck it. If he's drug dealer, you got drugs. Right. And you got party buddies. Right. So. We got we got our little group. So in we go, you know? And lavish. You know, fucking beautiful. We feel a slight bit out of place. Most people in there are dressed a little nicer than we are. As we're walking nice. around in our jeans. And right. yeah, you know, we're in the sixes. They're in the nines. Definitely, yeah. you know. <laughs> Waitresses or cocktail servers or whatever you would like to call them walking around with their sheer black hose on and high heels with their thong panties. And that's it. There's nothing from there up. Wow. Topless. Walking Just around with little trays in their hands. All. On these trays are your option. You can choose cocaine, champagne, marijuana, cocoa leaves. Yeah. It's open. What do you, what would you like to do? Fuck it. I'm an American. I indulge in everything. Yeah. We don't stop. Why would we? We're Americans. <laughs> I think that's the American way, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. So, you know, hey, you know, like there's there's definitely been a lot of fun. A lot of things I remember, a lot of things I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You know, doing crazy shit, doing dumb shit. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I like travel. I like yeah, to man. see places. I like to do things. It's just awesome to be able to have gotten to do that. I mean, I've, I haven't traveled barely at all, man. I think the farthest place I've been to is Michigan. <laughs> That's still pretty fucking you far, know? dude. But it's just cool for you to have experienced all that. Because now you can, you're like, you know what? I've seen a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, but see, now's the point where I'm the adult. It's like, shit, now I want to go back and actually enjoy it. Right. You know, I want it to be that level of, hey, you know, let's go be intricate with every little piece of the pie. Right. You know, let let's me go check it, this out. Check that out. Slow and, and right. enjoy what's I mean, going on I, here. I did have my moments. You know, I had my fun things where, you know, every time I went to a country, it's like, what's your, what's your food of choice here? What do you guys eat? Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm being attacked by wild hair over here. You can get like the local, um, the local, be like, what's the local vibe exactly. going on here? Yep. How, so know? when I was in Italy, it was eating all the different types of Italian, you know, which and you would think like is that exactly like what you would get here. I mean, kind of, sort of, but it's not the homeland, you know. Going to Sicily and eating, you know, it's different. It's a different world. Eating in France, you know, going seeing cognac in the area that it's grown, being limited there. It's pretty cool, man. You know, going to Ireland and seeing the the, the Blarney Stone and the castles and Did drinking you kiss Guinness. It? No, I didn't I didn't actually go inside. I yeah. just kind of was like, eh, that's where it's at. You I know? see it. Because I was headed to the bar, man. You got to go get Guinness. Yeah. So, you know, it. you have to order one when you're halfway through with the first one because it takes them a while because they fill it so far. The head builds up. They take a knife, rake it off, wait for it to settle, keep filling, keep filling, keep filling. You get it. There's a reason why it's lukewarm. Right. <laughs> they took time. They took time to do it. But, it, you but they up. did it right. And their shit is way different than what we get here, at least to me. The beer itself. Yeah. It's like it's a thicker, heavier version. It's more alcoholic. So, eh. yeah, I heard the alcohol content in like Germany, Ireland, Scotland, like all the, a lot of European companies, it's a little more north than what we're used to. For a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, and a lot of them, their rules there, at least, you know, as we were always taught, was if you're old enough to reach the bar, you're old enough to have a drink. You know, so you got a lot of them to put up, you know, the Americans under the table, you know, but at the same time, yeah, shit, man, I'd love to go over there and go for Oktoberfest, you know, granted, I think it's probably happening either. If not now, we just, we just missed it because it happens in September. Right. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of reasons I want to go back to Europe. That's the cool part about it is like, I had that little taste of it and now it's like, man, now I really want to go back over there. You know, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe you can confirm, maybe you can't, but 
as far as working conditions over there, I heard it's pretty, pretty lavish working over there. You get naps. Maybe I've heard rumors I've of seen that. all kind of shit, man. When we were in Italy, they used to shut down after lunch. And well, I guess it'd really be before lunch. They'd go to lunch. Yeah. They wouldn't open back up to like two thirty, three, three thirty in the afternoon. So I'm guessing that the thing will say wow. they napped, but I'm assuming they sat home and did, you know, some chill shit. So yeah. I mean, what's it? Denmark, I believe is like the happiest country on earth for work. You know, it's like everybody literally worked like, what's it? 32 hours or 36 yeah. hours. That's it. Yeah. It's like eight hours. They're like eight hours. Yeah. You work eight hours. No. Yeah. We will Straight not do shit, that. Man. I mean, but it, they've been doing it longer than us, man. That's all I'm saying. They, they, they've got a better routine. Now, granted, their taxes are a lot higher, too. So, like, you know, for example, the pay may be better there. And there's there's definitely upsides. There's also downsides. You That's have true. to kind of decide what's your ultimate goal. But, I mean, fuck, dude, I'd go live in Denmark in a heartbeat. You know? Man, I wouldn't mind being super happy with my workplace. I mean, you I know. Just, I'd, li- I'd just like to experience the difference. It would be nice to see how it is com- from because like you said there's pluses in america and there's downsides in america but then there, and then there's pluses in denmark and downsides and it'd be cool to compare them and just see hey which one do you like better i like comparing right yeah and comparing hey man that's again that's because uh, how else you going to know what you like how are you going to know what's better in your eyes yeah and if you're one of those individuals that tries just one thing and immediately says this is the one for me then i'm worried about you yeah man because you are missing a lot that's why baskin roberts has fucking i don't know 32 man. flavors and i that, think hell i don't even know probably more now yeah i'm probably guessing that's probably outdated probably probably outdated a little <laughs> bit but yeah you know not everybody's gonna like chocolate man yeah i got a guy i work with man who does not like chocolate and peanut butter together really I, a little piece of me died the day i found that out you know my that heart. makes me sad but, man. you know I mean, he's a great guy but now i just have a little concern for him you You're know like, are you okay yeah how do you not like chocolate and peanut butter because he didn't want to re- he turned down a Reese cup dude frozen one no oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm a fat ass man you know no dude it's one of those things hey dude no no, no. man used to my favorite thing in the world used to be these nice beautiful threesomes i used to have yeah it was fucking wonderful man it was fucking mary jane and little debbie mm. and my god i had fun with them too those were the best <laughs> fucking two women on the planet we had more fun than i can keep up with I heard. Listen. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a fat boy. I I, I got this. I've know? had my interactions with little Debbie frozen, not frozen, but like put in the fridge, the Swiss rolls. My wife will do that. Yeah. And she put them in, and you do, you're talking about after a meal, you pull one of those oh, suckers out. Ooh, yeah, we, it yeah. is. It's Swiss roll time. Yeah. 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 It's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it just makes me Takes happy. me back. Yeah. It makes, puts a little, like a, it, it kind of brings like a little child, you know. Exactly, man. It's like when you find yourself with a push-up pop or a fucking drumstick or some shit out of the ice cream section, you're like, oh, you know, like that mm. snowball ice cream. You remember the 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 yeah. ice cream guys who drive around, and you're like, you got that pink one with the little <laughs> gum at the bottom of it. Bro. I failed as your healthy friend listening to you, you talk about all, but we did talk about that. Earlier, you're guiding me in in the right. But here you are talking just, about all these comforts. Yeah. Listen, there's you're, so I many. See off- the sparkle in your eye and the. You're just so, it's, so great. it's like, a, it's a drug. I can see it. it. Indulgence, especially especially the frozen Reese cups, yeah. man. That is my favorite. That's Matt's favorite. It's so crisp oh. and cold and peanut buttery mm. and chocolatey. It's so many yeah. adjectives that just, you just get overwhelmed yeah, with you awesomeness. You know, and it's like, you have to make a real decision. The hard decision is, do I go for the standard size or do I do the king size? Mm. Because the king size obviously is not going to be a one bite consumption. We're no. going to have to break this. Yeah. 
So is this going to break clean? Or is am it, I going to lose pieces of it? They're going to fall on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, am exactly, I wasting it, frozen it, Reese's? I can't handle this, man. No. But if you get the smaller ones, it's like, fuck, man, they just go straight in. You don't even have to put no effort in. Right. It's like, oh, there it is. But just you get enjoy less. It. You get less and it takes more work. So it's like you said, you have to compare. Yeah, man. And, and it's, it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just keep them on hand. Yeah. <laughs> keep them ready. At all times. At all know? times. Yeah. Especially, I mean, of course, now, thanks to Reese. Oh, my Lord. They've released so many different variations. They you know, the used little, to the just little... be Reese cups, and now they dropped them in size. They made them bigger. They throw Reese's pieces in them. Yeah. You know, they put fudge in them. They put cookie chunks in them. I don't know, man. They put all kind of shit in them. There's like a Reese cup for everyone, except mm-hmm. for apparently the dude I work with. I, I got to say, the <sighs> wow. Reese's Damn it, pieces, the little M&M, like those things, whatever guy was like, hey, man, you know, we should make. You if know, they can do it, why can't we? Why can't we with yeah. the Reese's cups? And he was. Yeah. And of course, I mean, obviously, Eminem has now copied that. They've basically put peanut butter inside a version of theirs. You know that guy and got caramel a and huge promotion, and... though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had yeah. To. There's always a promotion caramel. involved. Everything White chocolate, comes about. caramel. Yeah, they've got all kinds they've of stuff. They've got now. all kinds of different types of Eminem. <clears throat> it's so easy. That's the thing. It's just so easy to crack be. a shell, put something inside, cover yeah. it with chocolate. I mean, it, shit. It's hard to just say no to that. They're like, you it's like have, drugs, man. You can't just yeah, say you no. You could have this. Well, Look. when they finally legalized marijuana here, that's what we had to do. Have a candy store. Yes. That's mm, what yes. I want to do. Because yeah. I do make. I, and when you get the really that. awkward people that come up, just tell them, say, I'm sorry, I don't have candy for you. That's right. Yeah, see, see that, <laughs> she wants to start a bakery. Dude, you should. That's my, I mean, because right now what I'm doing is I make, and not with weed, but I, can't I make. Hear it yet. Well, I'm, yeah. I, I make um, sugar free almond butter cups, like Reese's butter cups, the peanut butter cups, and they're really good. And I was like, if we could put marijuana in this for people with diabetes mm-hmm. or people who are have to have sugar free or paleo or keto or whoever, this might be a really good thing mm-hmm. to do. So I think I wish they would bring it here. Well, I mean, you know, they're they're creeping along here at Georgia. It's you know, we're up to what the medical now, and there's actually a few places that can actually people, dispense though. it. Yeah, like, well, I have multiple sclerosis, but I'm not at the level of multiple sclerosis where I can legally get marijuana, and right. I don't think that's right. Right. Because they've done studies that say cannabis helps people with um, MS. Absolutely. And, um, and so I think it's wrong, and you got kids with cancer. I think there was a lady here in Cherokee County that was one of the reasons why they legalized medical marijuana because she said i'm tired of meeting shady people in parking lots for weed for my kid mm. i mean it, it's it's a big deal and i know at the capitol one of the people did say that we don't georgia doesn't have a taste for rec- recreational marijuana and that's Shit. a complete and utter <laughs> lie it's georgia's BS. in the bible belt i don't care that it's in the bible i know no, but i'm of, saying that's the reason why we have but issues i know here. plenty right. of christian people who partake indulge, they indulge. but they're not in power that's the issue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we should be in power. Here's that. Here's that. Here's that <laughs> moment where you're like, you know, yes, I know that collective group, but I can't pay whoever That's is my true. congressman or my councilman or whoever the fuck these politicians are. I don't have that money. I don't have mm. the ability to provide them an incentive, you know, because and I again, something I have not researched, but mm. I have been told multiple times. Take a guess on who spearheaded medical marijuana in the state of Florida. Honestly, I don't have any clue. So what I have been told, yeah, like I said again, not something I've backed up. Morgan and Morgan, the, the law, That's really, funny. Mr. Morgan really? himself did it for his wife, because 
and he chose Florida because he knew he could get that happening wow. there. He couldn't get it done because it's not in the Bible. Yeah, it's, yeah. There well, you go. You've got so many different types of people in Florida. They come from it's all true. over the place. They do. It's like I mean, it's a fantasy land. It's a it's melting pot like of, of exactly. Yeah. But you know, you you go where you know you can hit what you need to hit, mm-hmm. and he went after his target. If this is the case, and he got it. And now they're talking about voting for recreational in 2020. So wow. if they vote that and it becomes the end already, I think, well, they, why not? It's going to be the same thing. Like I said earlier with California, it started out with medical and everybody got a medical marijuana card and everybody because was at the doctor. Everybody can. And they're That's making right. money on it. You know, it's $179 to go do this and $139 to go see that person and get this confirmation. Oh, and it only lasts for seven months. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to do it all over again. Right. So they're raking in the money. So that's not an issue. That's what so I never understood. It's like, like, well, they have those billboards in Atlanta. I've seen it. They're like, we could generate one billion dollars in tax revenue mm-hmm. if we legalized it here. Yeah. I mean, there are incentives. Yeah. You know how much? It's all incentives. All the legal states, I believe. I I'm not sure if this is exact, but I've heard that it ranged up to around nine billion dollars. I could believe it man. in a year in like Colorado and places like and, that. And obviously, Absolutely. this is every state. Like combined, right? Oh, I mean, I could believe but, just Colorado by themselves. I mean, pull that Colorado off. by itself. I want to say they had like twenty Cause million. Their first million? year, man, yeah, it was ridiculous between them and Washington because they were. I mean, you know, Alaska was there, but really, it was those right. two. They were the first two to drop that hammer in Columbia. I mean, Columbia, shit, man. Sorry, cocaine moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Colorado. You know, I mean, a, a lot of flashback. people. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of good. people in Colorado. You know, I mean, it's, it's a huge tourist area, so you know it drove. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I could easily see that, you People know, it's taxed. But, yeah. you know, obviously, what do you do with the cash? That's what I'm interested to find out. Yeah. Because it, I know, like, apparently one company in Las Vegas, they went and bought a old bank, you know, like, oh, SunTrust went out of business or shut down or whatever. Let me buy this this building, building so they could use it as their safe. Because wow. what else are they going to do with their money? Yeah, that's actually pretty smart. It's illegal. Yeah, and, and they can't it deposit means, it into a bank. It's drug right. money. Well, I mean, the federal government needs to do something about it because obviously. But they're the reason. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so there's a demand for it. There's a need for it. So. And they're working on putting studies out and doing things in their slow, methodical well, governmental way of fucking everyone over. They're and, always. Yeah. And they're always going to take their time more yeah. than take their time. Well, they I mean, they have done some studies. I know uh, what's that doctor's name? Andrew Well, he did studies back in the 60s and 70s on it, you know, yeah. and talked about how well they thought it raised your blood sugar and that's why you got hungry it doesn't raise your blood sugar when you do it not that i noticed um you know and they have all these strange beliefs around it that aren't even true i mean it's just it basically came from propaganda yeah because i mean little debbie's what raises your blood sugar yeah that's right smoke the weed and suddenly it's like yeah it has nothing to do with the weed it's not gonna raise it it. it's what you do after little debbie coming along and having a good time with you that's what's doing it you know so yeah totally but, but yeah, like for example, the company I'm going to work for, they're apparently, and it, I have I've only one I've only, I've read this on their pages and I've seen it, but you know, again, something I haven't researched. I'm a really horrible person. If you notice I don't research, I take a lot of people's word for shit. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? Hey, I man. like to also validate the people that I'm taking the word from. That's I figure if they're a, valid, then there's right. a good chance their word's valid. That's how you get into a fun situation because you're like, I'm not sure if this is gonna be good yeah. or not. But so, you know what? Let's roll that dice, it, let's baby. Let's throw the fucking dice out there. So I don't get a lot of that information, but, and fuck, I already forgot what we were talking about. That's gone. Where were we going? See, this time I forgot. You were talking about your company. Oh yeah. They rolled out a credit card for buying weed. First company to do so. 
Wow. I'm interested to see how specifically this works. for it. That's all it's for. That's all this company does. Wow. But they have told me too, that when it does go recreational as a company, they do not intend to open recreational stores at this time. Yeah. They intend to stay medicinal only because to them, that's what it's all about. It's right. the medical side of it. So, and they would, they just want to stay on that path for now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they Go ahead. Uh, where do they get their product from? Where are they growing it? Uh, right now, um, Eustis, Florida, and one other location, Acadia? I don't know. There's two locations in Florida that so they, they own, grow houses and grow. They, they own lots of land, and yeah, they're growing it. So they just are already growing it in Florida. Because yeah. I know a girl who, her brother-in-law, her brother actually in Michigan grows it. He has his own little factory that he right grows it. so i didn't know if florida was already doing that or if they were shipping it in or yeah as far as i know this company is and i would assume some of the others are as well because i've heard just the random talk about how you know there's different areas where you like um true leave i believe is one of the companies that's big in florida and uh, my old roommate jason he goes there to get his medicinal and he said that's kind of like what a lot of people look to for their promotion is being promoted out of the store as a bud tender or whatever they're doing into the grow facilities you know, so that they can learn how to cultivate and become right. basically a grower. Because growers, that's where the money's at. Right. Because you're the, you're the crazy mind on the LSD who's not really on LSD. Well, I guess you could be. But yeah. you're really not. But you're trying to figure out, okay, man, what happens if I take Gorilla Glue? Cross that shit with Blue Dream. What's right. going to happen? You're that genius that's <laughs> you like, know, you're trying to figure out what's the benefit of crossing these two strains, yep. making this. What's your additionals right. and medicinal? You know, what's that going to help? Is it going to be big for insomnia? Is this going to help you with your loss of appetite? What's it going to do? It's just How like, is it going to help yeah. you? It's it's truly, It's just you know, like standard medicine, man. Check out Leafly.com. Right. You know, I, I, I live by Leafly.com. They're my little, like, weed Bible. You know, I go there. I research all the different strains. I, I track down where they're at, where they're sold, their it's primary hard to makers, their areas. Stuff, yeah, and I'm about to get crazy into it. Hence why I believe this is going to be the hardest job I've ever had. Well, once you get into it, you have to get me into it because I want to grow. You got Because yeah. I want to farm. What do I want to with yes. I think she wants to do everything. Okay. <laughs> I want to do everything. Give, have you Hold attempted on. growing at all? No, we don't. Give him give him give him the idea. <laughs> I did. Give I gave it a idea shot. Of the so, llamas. This is her idea. The name? Alpaca bowl. Alpaca bowl. Like a, it. Pe a petting zoo. I got it. Got You're it. like, I already know what's going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already yeah, know. I it. Yeah. No, I mean, I even tried to grow, you know, plants. Because who doesn't From the like time I was a kid, you know, like, well, okay, not a kid, but, you know, I mean, as a teenager, 13, 14, 15 years old. Like, you know, I'm just curious. I could just imagine you as like seven years old out there like, mom, I need the shears, you know? <laughs> no, but I mean, I can literally remember, you know, being 14 years old and my mother being like, um, I think you weed plants have sprouted in my, uh, my rose bush garden. You, you know, know, and you go out there and look and there's, you know, two and three inch tall plants and you're like, Shit. sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Now, did I ever grow anything to fruition? No, I never did. It was like, you know, I, I it required effort. You kind of uh, just wanted to see. I just was kind of checking curious. out the different pieces. Yeah. Right. I never actually went through the process. Right. Just simply because I didn't have the patience for it. Yeah. But I was curious, you know. So I always wanted to know, oh, they sprout quick. Oh, it takes nine months of the, I fucked that shit. Not to mention where I grew up, the philosophy was always, hey. We're going to grow some. We're going to start them. They're going to get about six inches. We're going to take them way out in the woods somewhere and drop them in the ground. And we'll go check on them in like six months. Yep. Maybe go check on them once or twice in the process. Right. So, I mean, that was how their growers did it. You know, and I'm sure that's still what happens in, you know, Colorado and places like that for people who don't want to get busted. Now, obviously, I uh, say Colorado because that's very inaccurate because there you can legally grow on your own. Right. You know, I think it's like if you're medicinal or something, you can grow a certain number of plants. If you're not medicinal, you can grow 
much less, but you can still, you can still have a yeah. couple hanging around the house. You could literally put them on your front porch and people are just going to be like, Hey, what's up? Yep. Stan, how you doing? Yep. But when I was in the nineties, that wasn't no, no, you no. know, you went hedgy shit. Yeah. You if you know? did that, you would have got arrested. Shit, and, I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember being in school in the dare program, you know? Oh, the dare program. I remember that. It's not shit. called the dare program anymore. What's it called now? I don't know. Uh, Do they still have it? Is it? It's is, the dare program, but it's called something else, and now I can't remember what it's called. That I brought that up. What well, What did it stand for again, Kevin? Drug awareness, right? Oh yeah, something like that. I don't fucking remember, dude. Matt, can you can you look it up and see what it yeah, standed yeah. for? What dared, it stood for, rather. Dare to keep kids off drugs. Yeah, I remember that. Which yeah, actually that made children want to go do more drugs. Probably, because they, <laughs> they brought awareness to it. Well, I mean, it was. I watched a video on vaping today. Drug that abuse day. resistance education. Drug abuse, mm. that's it. Yep. Yes. Nice. So, what, were you, what were you saying? I was just saying I watched a video. John Stossel put out a video on vaping, and they were talking about it, and they were saying... Actually, the more you tell people not to vape and the more warnings they put out about it, the more people actually go out and try it and do it. It's 90 95% safer than smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. I mean, I mean, no, I mean, that's what the video said. It yeah, said, because, I mean, if you think about it, too, like, I mean, I know they've had all the deaths and all that stuff recently they've been talking about. But if, if I have to put any money into this pot is saying that I, I'm willing to bet on this. Right. I'm pretty sure this is going to be your shit that's being counterfeit. This is your shit that's not legit because all these companies in, in California, they went through a whole process of just literally disposing of or giving away or selling at extremely cheap prices, all of their old carts yep. because they had to change to a new standard. That's right. The FDA and it's made like, them have a new right. Standard. And it's not, and then of course, you know, that, that followed suit. So I'm like, all these companies are on a very strict regiment and a guideline. And you know what? They're already in theory operating illegally because it's not legal by the government. It's yeah, that's so the thing. at it's, the same time, do you really think these companies are going to take that risk? Or let me fucking see if you like this drug. Let me try a little of this in it. Let me add that. Ooh, we're going to slide this under. Ain't no way in hell that those companies no, are going to do that. They already have too many regulations, and they're going to be put out of they're business. They're doing if everything they, don't they do can, and that. that is not a cheap business to be. No. In. It seems to me like they would want to make it as simple as possible, less stuff to for people. Okay, less how many ingredients do you have? Yep, right. Less chance to screw well, it up. Made, yeah. I mean, how much money do you think they make off of the vape? I mean, I think it's the counter- pretty popular nowadays. No, I, I mean, and it's so. I think the thing is, is people. It's the ease of it. It's just, it's boom, you have it. You hit, take it to work with you, take it to the grocery store with you. It gets through the airport in security. Your pocket. Yep. It's tucked away. It's tiny. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it's a very easy process. Yeah. And you have just as many choices. In fact, in theory, this is really what has, in my opinion, probably allowed people to experience Quit. all the variations. Yeah. Yep. You know, oh, here's Pineapple Express, Blue it doesn't Dream, smell. ATF, yeah. all the different strains. Cards is really what's opened people's eyes to the options. Yeah, and it does, because, like, does it smell? Cause, so people aren't like, not, you not know, like would, that. Like, yeah. yeah, you would you would have to be very alert and aware of it right. and really be underneath it to notice it. But if you think about, like, you know, people, this is that's their opportunity because I'm sure when you know people were buying grass, yeah, you know bud pot the whatever flower. you want the flower yeah you know you used to just you didn't ask for a brand you didn't ask for a breed no. or a specific strain dude you were doing good <laughs> if somebody's like yeah i got a dime bag and you were like oh what is it you didn't ask yeah and you're like it's grass it's got seeds in it yeah. it's on the, you know it's still on the stem but who gives a shit man 
Here's $10. Thank you. $10, you know? Thank you. Exactly. Have a nice day. And it was probably something that was all compressed. And, you know, I used to call it Mississippi mud. But you didn't care. That's what it looked like it was grown in. It was like literally in the back muddy areas (laughs) in the swamps of Mississippi and Louisiana. But you didn't care. But you didn't care. You know? And if you, God forbid, you accidentally smoked something that was good. Holy shit. You felt like you were on another planet. You were like, wait a minute. That's not the same shit I normally get. Is that laced? Do you have <laughs> no, any- man, that's just that's just legit <laughs> yeah. good shit. Do you happen to have any more of that? Maybe? Right, you know? I'll never forget the most fucked up I ever got on a joint was at an Aerosmith concert in Biloxi, oh, Mississippi. Oh, man. This was in like 1998. Aerosmith. And wow. I, I just remember being at the show. We was on the floor. We was enjoying ourselves. We were having a good time. And the joint came down the line. You just saw it coming? Well, no, the guy beside me tapped me, you know, hey. What a nice surprise. So, you know, I was like, ah. I hit it and I passed it off to my buddy. He hit it. He turned. There was nobody to his left. So he turned and he sent it back. I hit it the second time. I don't remember a goddamn thing after that. (laughs) Not a fucking thing. Your world was changed. Best thing about it was, though, I got to keep the joint. I don't know how that happened. Don't ask me that. I just know I had the joint the next day. I still had that motherfucker. So for like the next two weeks, I was like fucking one and done. Put that out. Oh, a little present. Little <laughs> yeah, present man. at the end of the day. <laughs> so again, you know, it's like when you get a hold of some good shit back in the day, it was fucking amazing because nobody asked. Now it's just all about the different strains and the brands and all, oh, man. You got, oh, no, I don't want none of that. That's not going to help me. I'm sorry, you got an Indica? No, nah, I need a hybrid. No, I'm waiting on a sativa. Well, I want my sativa to give me the giggles. Well, shit, man, I want me to give mine a body high, you know? It's Fuck Indica, man, I need to sleep. Yeah, it's gotten a convoluted, but you know what? It if they want to sell it as medicine, it, it's 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 just gonna have well, to. It, no, I mean it's legit though because yeah. I mean as you try those different pieces, that's a great part about getting to go to Colorado since 2012. And it literally I've they tried say numerous this helps with this, varieties, this helps with this, this and you can feel this. it. You can tell. You right. know, it's like, oh hey man, I smoked this and I spent the rest of the evening happy, or I smoked this and shit, man, I slept for like 12 hours, or I smoked this and all I could do was eat. Right. No. Or I smoked this and God, man, I was just so relaxed all day. My back didn't hurt anymore. There you go. I, c- I could stand up and actually, you know, dance with my daughter or whatever, like, Absolutely. you know, and have fun. Like my, I didn't feel like someone was stabbing me in the back with a 12 inch knife. You, you know? got it, man. Well, just, at the dispensary that you're going to be working at, is it stuff you're going to smoke or oils? Because I like the oil. I'm not, a, it's, I'm not a smoker, so I don't care for the smoke, but I, I like the oil. don't have all the answers for that yet, just simply because I haven't been into the environment yet. And they've only officially got two stores open, uh, Sarasota and Gainesville. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be training in Sarasota. It's about a, about a 45, 45, 50 mile drive from a, a buddy's house. Um, but once I get there and I get settled in, I'm sure I'm going to figure all that out. But from everything I have seen is it's the gamut. You know, you've got tinctures, you've got edibles, you've got smokables, you've got the flour, you've got the carts, you've got literally everything, your oils, your topicals, the whole nine. It seems to me like they would want to do that so they could be, have a, a broader, broader variety for people to say, well, I don't really like smoking. Well, I'd, I'd rather like to exactly eat something, it, you know, because, like, I mean, I do. I know people. I know people who are allergic to THC through smoking, but right. they can absolutely eat, eat it yeah. and nothing ever happened. 
you know, as far as like, you know, a, a reaction. Right. Other yeah. than just intoxication. Right. Um, and then I've got, you know, other people who just in general can't smoke. You know, it's like they, they, it doesn't matter if it's a cigarette, if it's Messes a joint, if it's lungs, a card, if it's yeah. whatever. Right. So, I mean, absolutely. Having all of those options is important. I mean, not to mention, you also have to think of it this way. If you are legitimately a thousand percent medical issue within like the principles, topicals and stuff still work for areas. You know, they're That's great right. for putting on the back. They're great for putting on the elbow when you got arthritis or what you need. Why is that important? Because you still have to go to work. Yeah, that's right. You know what? You still have to go to work. And in theory, that's working intoxicated if you're smoking or being edibles. Right. Even weed companies are like, no, how the hell are you going to help our people, our patients? If you're fucked up. Yep. We expect you to be able to try it. You've got to know what you're talking about. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot in that learning a, curve. At least coherent. But you're still not <laughs> going to go to work fucked up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where your topicals are going to come into play. That's where those different type variations, because that's something I can put on my knee. That does what it needs to do, but I still maintain a clear and focused mind. The CBD, like I've, re- I've re- put it on my knee, mm-hmm. put it on my elbow. And I mean, it's, it helps. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm not, I'm not, obviously I'm not hundred percent sure about the Ow. science behind it. Right. I'm, I'm there with you. Man. But what I know is that when I rub it on there an hour later, I it, feel good. If I, not, if it, not in the right. intoxicated, but it's it like, doesn't oh, hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's limber. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. hey, I don't feel that sharp pain anymore. Absolutely. Well, so. I think for a lot of people, the biggest thing is anxiety and being yeah. able to take it for anxiety. PTSD, stress, yeah. anxiety. Absolutely. P- I bet PTSD. That's that's. I've got a, mar- a marine buddy. Uh, shout out to Vagrants, by the way. That's uh, he does it medically, and he's got bad P. I mean, it's bad enough to where he has to have a, a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dog will alert him when he thinks feels coming on when right, he feels it's right. coming on and he'll, you know, put his paw on him and like, and kind of look at him and be like, Hey, <laughs> fix your shit before you your need, shit gets you unhitched. To, you need to calm down. Right, right. And he says, dude, it helps me so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, if it, if it can help someone who's been, you know, defended our country and stuff like that, like. How can that be bad? I mean, that's that's a big push right now. That's really the push that's trying to get the government to say the OK factor right. is the push to allow veterans to be able to use THC. Well, that is a hard and driven for focus the federal, for a lot of. Right. Because right. if a veteran's going to be able to do it, it's going to have to be federal. It approved. has to be. So that's where the push is coming from to cause the government to say, hey, let's allow this. Right. Because there's not a lot of other things that's going to motivate them. Well, I was hope. Well, here in Georgia, I know the per- the guy. I can't remember. He is anyway. He's in the government here in Georgia. He pushed it because of the children having seizures, mm-hmm. and I was really hoping that that would push it here too, further than it went. Because those kids need it just as bad, if not worse, than yeah. somebody suffering from PTSD Absolutely. and anxiety and depression. I mean, it's just if it's it's better than any pill they're going to push down your throat. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, we all seen the opioid crisis and yeah. I've heard all the backstories on that. And then you have all the other items out there floating around, you know, Xanax and it's, it's gotten, out of van it's and, gotten crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's like, I mean, everybody's profiting from this shit and putting people down. And of course, you know, any drug in theory is addictive, you know, uh, I obviously would leave marijuana out because I don't consider that a drug. 
Right. You know, that's natural. It'd be like walking down down South America and grabbing some cocoa leaves and eating them. Right. You know, I mean, it's not going to be any right. different. It's it's right there. Well, the truth is, is but that man-made shit, man, yeah. I'm not down for that. You know, I've taken Xanax, I've taken Ativan, Lortabs, Vicodin, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've done that stuff, whether it be from an actual injury or just because it was, oh shit, I'm out with the guys and that's what they're doing. So I'll do one too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the, you know, like I said, I, I don't have any scientific data to back it up, but I'm pretty sure the worst thing that's going to happen to you if you partake in too much sleep weed, too maybe vomit, you're probably going to maybe sleep a little bit, maybe get the munchies yeah. and eat a whole large pizza to yourself. Hey, man, I've vomited on weed. I have thrown up because of weed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I smoked, get a little dizzy. I, well, yeah, dude, I smoked so much and I was sitting in front of an 80 inch TV watching cops. Wow. 80 so, inches. Yeah. Holy it was like, moly, looking at your wall, dude. help. I need an adult. I mean, I'm sitting here watching cops. So all the jerking and the motions, dude, just overtook you. Yeah, man. I was on the back porch even, you know? So, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been there on weed. So yeah, that, right. that to me though, that's, as, that's as bad as it gets. But you didn't die. No shit. No, you didn't overdose. Oh, fuck no. That was my overdose. Right. You know, that's yeah. as bad as it was. I OD'd on weed. It caused me to throw up. Ooh. Yeah. You know? Well, that's like that's like a minimum of what's happens like with alcohol yeah. or opiates. You kill other people, like, kill yourself. You're lucky if that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know? Well, so. I mean, even with sugar. If you eat too much sugar, there you you're go. gonna get obese and you might die or you might get cancer, or you might Diabetes. get this or you might get that. So what's the difference? You're gonna be addicted to something. Right. Everybody has a vice, whether it's sugar, marijuana. Yep. I mean, what what will you But there's and no, and, and it's strange because with our government, it's like you know, there. That's where again it comes back to all the people who are making money to keep places like Pharma Purdue or Purdue Pharma, whatever the hell they are in business. Who right now you know is responsible for OxyContin and the whole settlements, and right. they found where oh they've been transferring. They transferred a billion dollars to Sweden. Nobody noticed, but it's there. Here's the news. Here's the backup. You know. Little stupid shit like that, but it's all about the dollar, man. Well, when it comes to some bill. places, um, I watched a documentary on Netflix and they were talking about this. They arrest these people for having little bits of marijuana and they put them in jail. And the jail and the prison is the only place operating for people to work at. So they keep arresting people for marijuana to keep people in their jobs at prisons and jails, basically. So what are you going to do with all those people in prisons and jails and all the people who work there when you start releasing these guys on these small charges for marijuana? I mean, that's a big thing that they're going to have to figure out, too. Federally, like, we really should be releasing these guys who were arrested for marijuana. There's a lot of expungement going on in different states and different towns. And, of course, the regulations and the laws are changing. Like, what is it? Gwinnett County can no longer now arrest you for possible pot just because they're a little field test because it still shows the same amount of pot that's in hemp. Right. You know, hemp is diet marijuana, Yeah. you know, less than 0.3% or something at THC. But at the same time, it's enough to pop positive on the test. So now they can't do that shit anymore. You know, Atlanta has said, Hey man, an ounce or less. It's a misdemeanor. Yeah. $75. Decriminalized. Fine. Here's a, you here's a to, ticket because you're, go theory, you're literally, as you just stated, these jails, these prisons, they're going to be overrun with people who are everyday people like us. We were literally just out doing a little something with the reefer, whether it be for health or for fun, but you're not hurting anybody. When was the last time people had all these, you know, when was the last time anybody done anything really fucking crazy on weed other than the munchies or make a rundown to Dairy Queen for some Sundays or that, you know what I mean? Like that shit don't happen. Bought an excessively excessive amount of donuts. Yeah. Like, man, I'd love to see the whole planet smoke weed at once. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand there'd be a food shortage immediately after, but I think it would be fucking awesome. (laughs) 
you know? (laughs) Oh, man. It would be better, too, because it would be regulated and you know what's in it. And people aren't sprinkling something in it, you know, because you don't know. Pesticides or God knows what else. And to be honest with you, I think people would probably pay whatever taxes you want to put on it. They would say, sure. I mean, they're going to be open-minded. Obviously, yeah. there's still going to be limits, but I mean, at the same it's time, new, so you have you, to you, you can't push it too far because if even if it is legal, you're still going to acquire it illegally. Correct. You know, just like now when it's medicinally proven in Florida, you know, there's still people down there getting that shit illegally underneath yep. the table. You know, there are. That's why you might as well go wreck with it because how are you going to say one person can, one person can't because of a little piece of paper and four hundred dollars that claims they have PTSD or whatever. Right? Why do you have PTSD? Man, when I was like two, my parents took me on the 4th of July and all the fucking fireworks and shit freaked me to fuck out. And now every time I hear a car backfire, I fucking dive on the ground and shit myself. So can I get some fucking weed? Yeah. Who the hell's going to say that you, that's not true? You know what I mean? Right. What are they going to take you outside and say, well, let's see if he shits himself. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, mean. not going to happen. <laughs> so here's your fucking medical card. Thank you for your money. Go buy your weed. Let's, let's let Jerry fire his rifle in the air and see if he craps himself and jumps on the ground. Exactly, yeah. you know? So, Like, what kind of test are you going to do for that? <laughs> well, it's, don't they give it out standard... for migraines, too? I mean, you're yeah. not going to be able to say, hey, you don't have migraines. Yeah. Yeah, like, I need you to have one right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, of course, I don't know. My migraines are fucking one of those where it's like, I don't want any light. I don't want any sound. I right. want to lay in my bed with all the covers up, pillow pulled over my head, tied off with a belt so I can't see, hear, smell, nothing. Thank you. All I want to be able to do is just get oxygen. Yeah. I want oxygen and sleep. Hurt. Oxygen, sleep. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you want me to fake having a migraine? Sure. All I'm going to do is go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not hard. Do you, have a, do you have a lovely sofa around here? Maybe a pillow? I can I'd gladly fall we asleep can, for you. I can prove to you what happens when I get them. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I do. This is all I can do. Can I, I can't work. You know, the thing is, man, is it's, like you said, it's technically, even though it's legal, it's illegal. And I just don't understand, like, what is it going to take for? It's going it? to take us, me and you, for yeah. the president. It's going to take the next in. generation. Well, you think I mean, so? And what I mean by that is not obviously like, you know, we're talking decades down the road. I'm just talking about you got to think who's running the show now. Right. The generation is basically older than us. The people that are going to replace them. Our generation is right. going to, and the generation that's following us, they're the ones who are going to make all the sweeping changes. Right. Because they see things differently and they'll be in power at some point. Right. Question is, how are they going to change it? What are they going to change? Because obviously the dollar bill is going to be flowing differently then. That's always going to have a say in whatever changes. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, there's so many changes happening now with immigration statuses and the, the whole like sexual revolution of everybody and genders and identities and stuff that's just getting out of hand in my in my opinion this shit's getting a little crazy yeah and yet there's still people out there who are pushing this agenda it's an objective it seems like every they're driving somewhere right you know we're on a big fucking planet and we're you know we're going around the sun but we're still ultimately headed somewhere else you know a lot of us don't know don't know where a lot of people know or at least where they're what they're attempting and then there's other people like us who are like we're aware we know what the hell's going on, but we don't really know ultimately what the objective is. Right. But we're definitely alert and aware of the shit that's going on. We're trying and to. And we're not fans. Right. I think that's the majority of people. Yeah. yeah we're tr- we're along for the ride, but do we enjoy the scenery? 
maybe not so much. Yep. And you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm not a big political person. Never have been. I've voted, yeah. I think once in my entire life. Right. You know, it's not my thing. I don't give a shit. Cause in my opinion, my say doesn't mean a damn thing. I'm not an electoral voter or any of that shit. It is hard to think that you can make a difference and you know what I mean? Like right. one vote, like, and they say it, your vote makes a difference, but it's like, does it really, does it really, though? Does it really make a difference? Right. You know, who's to say my vote even counted because of a fucking hanging Chad or, oh shit, you know, maybe something happened with the computer system or right. fuck man. Did or the someone, Russians change yeah. it? Someone used my ballot for toilet paper. By yeah, like, who, knows? who knows? So that shit, man, I don't believe in any of them. In my opinion, every politician is crooked as shit. Yeah. I believe cr- Trump is crooked. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of Trump in any capacity, right? but I will tell you what, some of the shit he's doing is actually what this country needs done for it. Need that wake up, need that punch in the gut. Yeah. I think that that's kick what a lot of people face. are saying. Is- and I think a lot of people have waking up to seeing things differently. Now, are they happy with Trump? Shit, no. Do they have a reason to be? Not that I'm aware of. Right. But has he opened the doors to some shit that people have been unaware of right. as he presented some things differently or that as they don't he, want to deal with put right in the closet and say, so you know what, we're not i'll gonna... give that man credit for one thing and one thing only he's if nothing else woke this country the fuck up you know everybody's now starting to go in their own general direction the great thing about freedom we can do whatever we want but holy shit we can't offend each other in any capacity so it's now like what probably a billion fucking people in this country just driving each other crazy because everybody wants something different right you know, it's like, I love freedom. It's a great thing, but it's almost like it's consuming itself. Right. It's you like know, every it, other word you say offends somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Why? Somebody out there. Why is somebody hurt by that? So worried about everything being so offensive. Yeah. Well, I think it's because a lot of people younger or maybe my age and younger were overprotected and given a trophy for just so being what alive. It's gotta be. See, and I, I I would even say it was not that. It's just the fact that everybody wants their voice to be heard. That's the way I see it. Everybody has an opinion. and Everybody wants to be heard. And everybody thinks their opinion's a little bit better than the other one. Right. And don't get me wrong. Some of them do sway more toward the, the right versus the left, the up versus the down. I'm not trying to be political. Just that philosophy of how a human thinks, right. what we consider common sense, what we think is right or wrong. Yeah. So everybody's going to lean in a certain direction. Everybody's going to follow their little group, their little path, their little thing. And it's cool that we're all allowed to have that opinion. But at some point, those opinions have to look at reality. And reality has to step back and say, like, for example, what is it? The Democrats want to drop all the borders and open up health care to everybody for free that comes in. Who the fuck paying for this? Yeah. Yeah, and but, let's be real. Like this is like if I put you in charge of a company right. and your job is bottom line dollar configuration and your associates and your employees, you're going to make some decisions that are not not positive yeah. to everybody. Right. People you are going to be upset. There are going to be people who are going to be laid off. There are people who are going to lose their jobs. There are things going to happen when you run a company, but you have to make the decision that is best for the overall collective. Right. Everybody in this country believes their opinion is the only one that matters. And that's fine. I get that. But don't get pissed off when everyone don't agree with you. Well, you have to. Don't like start this whole revolution because, oh, my God, Johnny does not like the same things I like. 
fucking Frankie, why don't you like peanut butter and chocolate? Now we have to have a war. Viva la, you know? Viva la revolution. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's fucking crazy, man. It's like our freedom has almost eaten itself alive. And it's like, we've gotten too free. And it's not like we want to be controlled. That's not our objective, but it's like, how do we get everything back into a rational thought process? How does everybody understand we're all still a collective group of people trying to still move in the same damn direction and achieve the same shit? Why the hell we got to have all these little fucking crazy thorns in the way, man? Get your asses out of the way. Well, everybody's got a tribe and your tribe. They think this tribe is more important than this tribe, but used to is like we're all Americans. Right. And, that and that's really is... what it needs to be because this tribe wants to take over this tribe and this tribe is a protective tribe. I mean, you can't talk about this protected. Right. It's the you it's know. the philosophy of being a family, you know, your siblings, yeah. you know, me and my brothers and my sisters, we'd beat the shit out of each other, but yeah. you better not fucking touch any That's of us. Right. right. Only I you get come to beat in my from the James. outside of the family and you we have issues on a level that you didn't think was possible. Right. It's where this country needs to have its thought process. Yeah. Right. You know, we what? can screw with each other. We can have fun, mess. but you start fucking with us. We got problems yeah. with it. Well, right now it's so bad that we're fucking with ourselves from the inside out. Right. We're destroying the family. How do we fix that? That's where the whole dilemma in lies with all the shit, you know, tear down this wall, give this, give that. Oh, don't do this. Build that wall, tear this down, put this up. Ultimately who's making money off this shit. Who's getting paid. Who's watching it. Cause you know, somebody's feeding out all this negativity. It's not just showing up on its own. You know, the whole thing with cops and the blacks and the whites and any other ethnicity or, any other sexual revolution piece that's going on of you can be gender X or gender I or gender fucking whatever. Why is, why all of a sudden has that become a big thing? You know, why is it all about this, all about that? Why can't it just be? It just seems to me like we, we have a, some things that might be a little more deserved of our attention. Maybe I just like the fact that other countries are probably sitting back at least a lot of them and just laughing at us right. we're well, a fucking joke we're still infants we've been around what a couple hundred years mm-hmm. as, a, as a country Two, a little over 200 years so ago. we're still a fucking joke to all these adults they're like just and wait. all we're doing <laughs> is fighting amongst ourselves like a bunch of siblings but we don't want to get along we want to be negative we want to cause problems within mm-hmm. ourselves and generate all this shit like there's just so much senseless shit going on and, and i'm just man. like fuck man everybody smoke a joint chill the fuck out that's my philosophy like let's just take a break everybody take a step back lower our voice man let's just chill out just step step but they can't man everybody gotta be fucking up in arms and worried about some shit because fucking little johnny's t-shirt you know instead of being orange was fucking purple today and people want to pick man what the fuck you picking on the kid that's a cause they've got to pick up that cause it's that's the cause for today we've got to we've got to everybody let's have a parade let's have some you know, pickets. Fuck that shit, man. Go right. get your education. You, you're going to need that. Yeah. You know, go fucking focus on your schoolwork. Do what's important. There's Stop picking it. on your fucking kid. Well, that's where there, a lot buddy. of that stuff starts, though, is in college. So yeah. I think yeah. it's better to go to a technical school. And I, I've talked about it before. I think a lot yeah. of learning online is going to become really big later on. Go right. learn a trade, people. Get go. good at something. A, a trade is Be not a bad thing. At. It is not no, a bad shit, thing to go no. learn a trade, man. One thing that I've always thought my personal philosophy is, is everybody's good at something, right? All right, find it. So if you're good at it, I'm going to let you do it. Right. And I'm going to pay you. I'm not a good plumber. I'm going to fucking call one. Right. I'm not, I'm not a plumber. Right. 
oh, you might be a plumber. Hey, you want to come do what you do? Right. And I'm going to pay you right. very well. Exactly. Oh, shit. Electrician. You're right. Car mechanic. I mean, we could run down the list. We all have landscapers. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like people are good at something. Right. Let them be good at what they do. You support the economy. You support the people. You let the people that are do what they do, do it well. Because right. you are good at something yourself. And people are going to come to you for that. Right. And the best thing is? Everybody needs those people. Exactly. It's like a cycle. We need them. Without one being taken care of, you can't get the other one taken care of. Right. You know? That's why free market capitalism would be great. Yeah. Because you could. Everybody could have a job and everybody could have There could be a piece of, of the pie to everyone. That's everyone right. would have a little have piece that. of that cherry well, pie. Well, because it's status. It's called America. My you status is better than your status because I'm a woman. The people, yeah. Yeah. which They're I mean, and, and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not anti woman, any of that, right. but I mean, it's like in the last couple of years, it's like it has exploded. I've always thought women were very equal, if not more so than men, because God, do you guys put up with some shit? <laughs> not only do you put up with us, you put up with the kids, you put up with going to the grocery store, you put up with, you know, all kinds of shit. Like, I mean, I can't even begin to think of how much shit women put up with. So I already have thought, oh, shit, man, there's a woman. You know, you got to respect a woman. That's just me. I'm Southern, maybe. I don't know. Maybe well, that's how I was raised. I mean, I did grow up, you know, my mother just like constantly being the person who was the provider. So that was my mentality of, oh, shit, you know, women. Why? Why all of a sudden in the last couple of years? And I get that there's some assholes out there, Weinstein and, you know, probably numerous others that we can't even count at this point. Epstein, too. Right. Harvey and Jeffrey. The fucking Steen brothers. But the thing is, and is all of a there's sudden always going to be those people and, and there always will be no those people. shit, man. Like what? who's a fucking sick bastard with the kids? Like fucking, are you shitting me right now? Yeah. But pedophilia has been going on forever. Forever. Yeah. Actually, it's better now. If you look up Steven Pinker, he talked about that. I watched one of his talks at Google and he said that, people, you know, actually things are getting better and better and better yeah. and people do less bad things. Yeah. But I'll tell you, like, for example, I, working in the airport about every 30 minutes it could be less i don't pay that in-depth of attention but you get an announcement that comes over the loudspeaker to basically alert you to and have you aware of and paying attention to human trafficking yeah and i believe that's a very important thing however here's my concern you want me to call 911 when i suspect human trafficking Shh. in the airport what are they gonna do? well it's not even that the airport has their own 911 but here's my concern i'm on concourse b this guy's walking by, and I've actually witnessed this with my own two eyes, and I did as much. as uh, I probably could have done more, but at the time, that was the moment where it was like you kind of have to make decisions, and I yeah. wasn't 100%. Mm -hmm. So older black gentleman comes by dragging what appears to be a 12 to 14-year-old blonde-headed white girl. You can tell she's intoxicated. He's carrying her backpack, and he's pulled her through the airport. I follow him as far as I can legitimately go. Right make the phone call they ask where they're headed what they're wearing and my answer is simple they're going down the escalator there are six other concourses i don't know where they're going from here right wow you know what i mean yeah wow so did anything ever come of that i have no idea you don't know. did they wind up catching the dude did they question him was there was there even anything going no. on or was it just my own perception he of was something probably gone before they got there but that's ultimate goal so if you're so sincere about stopping human trafficking why do i not see more cops on the concourses what? Why do I have to be the or, one who does it? Because think about this. Remember what I, well, I don't know if we were on at that point in time when I was discussing airport and Bill Murray or anyone else just walking through how they're not noticed. Right. 
How many people do you think walking through this airport is even aware that something like that's happening, possibly right next to them? But Hartsfield-Jackson knows that they're one of the biggest hubs yes. for human trafficking. So why wouldn't they take but that But who do you think is going to be the people to see this? It's people like me. Yeah. It's people who work in retail stores, people who engage customers. We're the ones who see this shit. Why aren't there cops on the concourses? Because you know damn good and well, we're the only ones who's going to notice. We have our little bubble that we're in. Right. I'm, I'm restricted to this. But you can only do so much. There you go. There's, there's cops on the concourses. My call to 911 that's inside the airport is immediately dispatched right straight back to that cop on the same concourse who can either A, come find me to get more information, or B, be in the vicinity yeah. of the information that was given and say, hey, man, they were last spotted around gate 20. Cop immediately can be like, all right, well, I'm at gate fucking 17. Which good, way were they headed? You know, What good is that going to do for them to come back to you to get more information? Because they're going to be gone. I mean, they still could time. be gone, but I'm just thinking like in principle, it yeah. works a little bit better if you have people on the ground in the scenario. Yeah. You need yeah. boots on because the ground. Because like I exactly. said, you know, if, if, if they're hanging out at gate 24 and I'm at gate 20 and I see them walking toward that direction and that call, call cycles through, they're headed toward me to get information. I'm headed after the people. We're going to interact. Right. The more information could be just as simple as, okay, we have these people here. What did you see? What made you think? What made you call? Why? What do you see? Yeah. And you know, it could be that simple. It could be, hey, man, they're at gate 24. I'm at 20. And I saw them going down toward gate 18, 17, counting down. You know what? They can stop, get their information because there's nowhere for them to go. There's a wall down there. So get what you need. What do they look like? What are they wearing? What's happening? Why should we be aware? Right. But they're not there. You want me to call 911 and now I have to wait four, seven, ten minutes for a cop to show up. They should be more. Dude, they're already on a plane and fucking yeah. gone. Yeah. And this is yeah. the thing. They I know they could have cops everywhere. The amount of effort that they put into screening people for explosives, everything. everything I go through security should, every fucking day. They should put the same amount of effort into stuff for trafficking. Looking for people like that. Dude, there's marshals that right. walk around that fucking airport. There's people that come into my store and buy this, you know, fucking charging cable. Pull out their wallet. There's a marshal badge. They're the guy on the fucking plane who's got the gun, who's chilling out. You know, you've heard the stories. There's yeah. always the one occasionally here and there, random plane, random guy with a gun, just right. in case. Just in case. But I encounter those people on a regular basis. And those people do not want to be known. They literally will be like, they will fight you like, you know, straight up. I'm going to show you my shit and you're going to see something, but you can't say a motherfucking word. You know, I don't give a shit. I appreciate what you're doing. Right. You know, I'm there. I support the safety. I'm, I'm ex-military. I'm veteran. Yeah. I'm pro-America. Right. Do I like America's government and all the shit that goes with it? No, I'm not a fan right now, but the country I fucking love, right. you know, so I, I'm, I'm in that level. But at the same time, it's like, you've got to have people on the ground ready to interact because it shouldn't be a fucking store manager of an Apple, you know, reseller standing up at the front of the fucking store who watches somebody walk by and can't leave his store because if he does, then who the hell's going to watch the merchandise? Right. You know, so I have to stand there and watch what I think is human trafficking or pedophilia or whatever else. And all I can do is make a phone call. And then by the time anything happens, I don't, I don't know where they're at. Well, they know that too. And that's why they'll continue to do it because they know Hartsfield Jackson isn't being proactive. They're allowing it to go on. And again, where's the money? Yep. Is, is somebody but in it's that Hartfield? show? It goes all back yeah. to the show that we care because here's our announcement. Right. You know what I mean? That's where I guess Putting ultimately where I'm at with this is like, I, I'm tired of the fucking show. Yeah. I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of all of it. Like, can't we just fucking all get along and actually do the shit we should be doing as humans? In reality, it should be. But we don't. You know what? You should see if you see something like that, 
you should see a cop that's immediately behind him following them. Or at least know that there's one close by that you can get. Or yeah, or you see one, something. you see them and you see a cop over by the way and you can wave him down or you yeah. can sl- go walk over there and say, hey, sir. You I know, mean, if you got to walk in the streets of Atlanta and patrolling there, why can't you have one or two walking up and down the concourse? Do some good. We could do some good. We could do get some your fucking good, steps man. in, man. Yeah. You know, you can hang out in the center of the concourse so nobody gets by you. And then you just take your strolls, walk back and forth one Patrols, at a time, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Do they not have uh, private security at the airport? They do, but that's not what they're trained for. Why they're they, not. That's they're trained for the very basics. I mean, because you're talking about people who make ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour. Their entire objective is to be there in case an alarm goes off and take their clipboard over and sign off saying, "Hey, we turned off this alarm at this time." Whatever may have caused it. Yes, they're there looking for things. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just being real. The people that do that job don't give a fuck. No. Not only that, They're but- making their 12 bucks an hour. They've got a job just like everybody else. And I know it's one of those things, having been at the airport for over three years now, it's like you, you see who's in there. Right. And you understand the workforce. And it's not the workforce being anything wrong with them. It's just, it's a job. And it's a disgruntling job because a lot of them have to go through security on a regular, you know, basically just like we all do. But like they're doing this daily grind. I have to give myself an hour from the time I basically park to the time that I need to be at the store just right. in case, because I got to walk between a quarter and a half mile from my car to the airport. I got to go in. I got to go to security. I got to go through security. I got to go down, maybe ride the tram to my gate. Maybe yeah. I got to walk. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to allow that. You don't know if security is going to be down. I may be standing in line for 20 minutes, just waiting to go through the detector. Right. I don't know. So the people that do this when they're making ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour and they can go to McDonald's, Taco Bell, Target, these places that are paying thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour. Why are you gonna work at the airport? You're gonna work there. I don't know. I can't find a reason. We have a hard time finding people to hire. We struggle. Not to mention you have to think it's an airport. You have to pass a background check. Yep. You can't have felonies and all this shit on your record. You can't be that bad person. So again, now we're, we're limiting our work pool and it continues down into the point that you're like, I have a select batch of people that I can put into select position, but all your real people, i.e., you know, the way our status culture loves to see themselves aren't going to be at the airport. They're going to be working somewhere else, somewhere more prestigious, somewhere, whatever that they view who wants to push a trash can around or help push somebody who's elderly or injured or just fucking too lazy to walk in a wheelchair from A to B. Who's going to be the security guard that runs around all day long, turning off alarms and telling people where the smoke area is and what restaurant choices they can pick from. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just the fact that the job itself is so mundane and boring that they're not aware. And Maybe it, and I don't. I don't think it's just me. I'm not the only person. But having been in the military, having been an older individual, having been just aware of life, I'm very aware of everything. I just pay attention to shit. I watch shit. I watch people. That's why I see celebrities walking by. You know, when no one else notices, I'm aware. Now I, I won't lie to you. I'm a facial guy. I see you once. I will never forget what you look like. I won't remember your name. I can't remember names for shit. Same here. But I know who you are. Right. And I can and I can dig through the little file folders in my brain because you have now unlocked it with a little key. And, then ding, and ding, I've got to dig all the way through these files and figure out which cabinet your memory is stored in and pull it out. Pick but it I'm up. a facial guy, and that's what I do. And yeah. I watch people all day. Just watch them. So, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many fucking people I have probably seen that's on this planet. 
Right. I even have weird, crazy shit thoughts. Like, I wonder how many of these people I have seen are now dead. <laughs> well, I mean, probably a bunch. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah. I'm the I'm the weird, twisted, sick fuck who's like, hey, man, I got a TV on the wall at the airport to, to an Apple TV. Why can't we put it on the Weather Channel and watch why planes crash? <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But obviously someone would. Someone, might someone out, yeah. would get their fucking Somebody feelings hurt. Oh, for by sure. You know, it's it like when people walk you away. You there. came in, you made a purchase, and as you're leaving, oh, thank you. I hope you have a great flight. You're happy. You're good. What if I looked at you and said, "Hey, man, I hope your plane don't crash." I'm positive. Yeah, but you're gonna fucking probably have that moment of Whoa, Whoa. shit. Should I get on this? Does he know something I don't? Exactly. What's going on? And it's here? like everyday conversation. Like you know, I'll be talking about something, and I'll come up to the word somehow. Explosives is in my vocabulary at this moment. And I have to literally go. Ah, don't say that at yeah, the airport. Don't do that because it could be taken the wrong fucking way. And that's another thing is we, and it's not a bad thing that we are. Like putting our effort into find that because we have a lot of people that want to hurt America. Yeah, right? there's a lot of people that want to hurt America internally and right. externally. But the thing is, is we are sadly it it puts things like human trafficking kind of to the back burner. Yeah, and it does. It sucks that it has to suffer because we do want to protect our borders and protect our. Because I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck they got in the airport through security to begin with. They didn't just pop up in the middle of this motherfucker. Yeah. It's not like there they was didn't an elevator free fall from the sky. out of a fucking plane and like, right. hey, you know, I just managed to Parachute show up in. here. They came in from somewhere. Right. How did they get in? They come in separate. Like these are the stories I guess I should probably dig into and research because if I knew them, hey, maybe I could make a difference. Maybe right. I couldn't. Fuck, I don't know. But I don't dig enough into anything. I just see the surface, and I'm like, oh shit. No, like I just I, I dropped in from the sky. Sheet. Right. There's no. There's no. There's uh, too much going on, right, man. There's no guards. Again, there, you know? our parents never said, "Hey, dude, being an adult fucking sucks." And I'm still pissed at my parents about this. It's shit. a lot of. Work. I will be forever. Yeah. You're gonna need a this lot. This is the of... one thing I will always be angry at them about. I will never once forgive them for having not said, "Dude, adulthood is not easy." You're gonna go into it, and your whole life is gonna be what the fuck. Look, man, we're ahead of the game. <laughs> Exactly. The struggle is real. We've already struggle told our children real. that life is yeah. just struggling. And, and it's, you know, I mean, it, it's not fair. Not everybody's going to get a, a smooth cut. Everybody's not going to get a nice piece of the pie. Shit's going to happen. But damn, man, at least a warning. I'm glad you guys have done that. That's, well, that's I mean, awesome. I, want, I think I want them to understand that if you find meaning, you can make the suffering less. Mm. Yeah. If I find meaning in this and I do it and I go hardcore, I mean, even those people that work at the airport that you're saying they maybe they feel like their job is meaningless but really it's not trivial if you do the best that it's you not. can their jobs are very important yeah. it's just the fact that i don't think they care enough to give a shit to them it's still a job but to i them, wonder how many people feel that way. i think a lot of people feel that way about their jobs in general i mean i don't know about you but i've never once went to work at staples it was like oh man this is a fucking glorious job great. you yes. know i'm fucking making an impact here on society oh. Yeah, no, but, man. I mean, no. I might have helped print a sign that fucking got, you know, somebody laid on Kennesaw singles or something. <laughs> but you know what? Ultimately, fuck, man. Did I really make a difference? You make a difference. Every, yes, you did. Oh. Don't say that. Everybody makes a difference. You, oh, you make a you difference make a, with something. Wait, Absolutely. Listen, when I worked at Starbucks, we're sitting here talking right I now, didn't aren't we? Make <laughs> that much at Starbucks. But I felt like I made a difference with my customers that wanted to talk to me and that we talked every day and we had a great relationship and I could, they could leave with a smile or they could. But the real know. question is this, what happened when it was over? Did you really make a difference or not? And I will be a very honest individual and tell you that I am a fucking smiler to your face because I work in customer service. And when I turn, that smile is gone. 
Oh, I think my you- give a fuck is gone. Why? Because don't get me wrong. I love the people that I meet and I love being able to help them. It's their stories that fucking bother me. Why do I have to hear 45 minutes of what the fuck went down to get to where we got to, to figure out that your cable doesn't work? Yeah. Holy shit. Just tell me, it doesn't you know, work. It, it, it might be cool if you tell me, you know, you were, you know, having like some sort of weird fucking sexual experience and choking <laughs> yourself out with a cable and it fucking broke. <laughs> maybe I'm a little more interested. Right. If it's interesting. But if you're just telling me some drab shit about how you got a phone 10 years ago and learned how to plug it into a cable and then you eventually upgraded and then eventually your kids started getting phones and now they've broken your cable. You're like, why the fuck did I just have to hear all that other shit? Probably because they're lonely. I think a lot of but people yet, are really social not media. Like everybody it, has to put every fucking thing they do on Facebook. Facebook, Everything. no they shit, dude. I don't have a Facebook <laughs> account. It, it's like I don't want to. I don't need to know about your bowel movements. I don't yes, need to do. know about. But it's the point. You know, Again, wait. here we are back to everybody thinking their opinion and their fucking life is the fucking what everyone else cares about. Well, I think that. Social media probably ushered some of that. It did have a lot to do with it. I'm pretty sure. You know, it started with the local gossip back, you know, before that when our parents, and I think we all remember, would sit around on the phone and shoot the shit with little Sally up the street's mother because of whatever had happened in the neighborhood that day or went down. So, I mean, it's always been there, but now it's been able to extend itself. It's worldwide. Now little Sally's mother can tell a story that it doesn't just come to one or two or three people you're on three-way call but it could be yeah a hundred it could be a it's, thousand it could be worldwide like viral stuff you never depending day. on what it is you could Absolutely. start a you could start a blog and so you know <laughs> hey shit's fucking crazy again you know it's like why can't we stay in our own lane man everybody's got their shit but we nobody can't. wants to take responsibilities for their feelings they want to point the finger and say because if somebody else has got some shit going on that's wrong and everybody's eyes are over there nobody notices my shit's fucked up yeah. that's right Nobody can see my world's fucked up. Dude, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm fucking flying by the seat of my pants. My shit is fucked up. If you want to see a three-ring circus, come fucking hang out. I don't think you're the only one now. No, and I'm not. But that's the point is I'm willing and openly telling you that way. He's he's responsible and he takes responsibility for For his actions. I'm not trying to point the finger at other fucking people. I don't give a shit. You go fuck up your own life. I'm trying to get through with mine. I don't have time to fuck up yours. I have a lot of things going on. My own shit's going south. (laughs) You know, like right now, I'm literally, I'm trying to pack. These boxes haven't patched themselves yet. Yeah. I'm supposed to be living in fucking Florida next weekend. I'm supposed to be at work in Sarasota next Monday morning. I don't know what time yet. I haven't been told. <laughs> but no shit, dude. We're talking Sometime. like eight days. Yeah, I'm assuming eight, yeah. nine, ten o'clock in the morning. They'll open the store and they'll early, want me to come right. in, you know? Probably early, but not too early. Oh, we'll see. Hey, I'm coming from a world where I'm at 4.30 in the morning. I'm going to sleep till yeah. the sun comes up now. That's right. That's nice. I'm going to be real excited. Hey, I, I heard that they fucking may not even open till 10 a.m. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's by nice. 10 a.m., I've already put in over half of my day and had a lunch. Excuse me, a breakfast. You might, you might even wake up. Like, your body might actually say... I didn't hear an alarm, but I feel like I need to wake up. That's my concern. What's going to happen for like the first couple of weeks when it's like the sun hasn't even come up, but I have. You're going to wake up 5 a.m. You're going to be like, wait a minute. I need to go back to sleep. I need to have four hours yeah. that I have to kill. Does this just mean I'm going to stay up later now? Yeah. Holy shit. I can't go to bed till four in the morning. Oh, Lord. Oh. What are you going to do, man? I'm going to see the second 420. Or the first one, I guess it depends on what time you view it. That's Just true. Both. <laughs> or both. I mean, because if and you see both. The, a lot of people don't get up in time to see it in the morning. They yeah. only see the afternoon. That's true. Others are going to wake up and be like, hey, I only see the morning. Hey, At the least morning you're one. able to find the positive. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, if you don't find the positive in life, you're not going to make nah, it. That's <laughs> the best way to go. You've got to look for the Because we've shiny. all got enough negative. 
you know, look for that shining light. And there. we still look for the adult. And that's why everybody, that's where it goes back to what you're saying. Why are we all looking for the negative? Why are we not looking for the positive? Why are we pointing the finger at somebody else and not looking at ourselves and trying to make ourselves better? Because somebody can't benefit from that. And whether you it be that end of you would as an individual, yeah. but you know, some people don't care. They, they won't, all they care about is how other people's misery happens. They want to see the world burn and collapse. They need to hear about it. They need to tell other people about and it. Don't you get must, me wrong. You must know about my neighbor, Judy's, uh, divorce. or whatever. Yes, yeah, you must absolutely. know every, all of you must know about it. Yeah. But there's something positive even in that. Like, you could have been God the one doing it. Gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he could have been a total asshole and yeah. beating her or yeah. something. I mean, we Maybe don't know. Maybe he's beating her. Maybe he's cheating on her. Who knows? There's a reason why it yep. happened, right? Yeah. And see, that's where the weird part about stay in your lane, bro, comes in. You know, right? Because you want everybody to stay in their lane. But when some shit's going on south over here at fucking little Sally's house, somebody needs to step up and handle that situation. Right. It's get okay off. to step out of your lane occasionally. We do get the passing lane, right? You know yeah. what? You jump out, you handle some shit. Right. And you jump back in. This is how I see it, right? You got your highway, right? You got a few lanes you can kind of go back and forth. Every once in a while, you got to get off the on-ramp, right? Yeah. But you don't, that doesn't mean that you need to pull a freaking 90-degree turn and go off into the freaking I was in the woods. HOV lane, and now I need to exit on the six lanes to the right, and I have like, you know, all of one-tenth of a mile to do it. Thank you. Yeah. And almost kill 20 people in the-, in the But yeah. at the same time, you know, from a driver's aspect, that is so much fun. It's an adrenaline rush, it I'm is. sure. Dude, man, I'm I, sure I won't is. lie. Everywhere I fucking go, it's like if I'm doing less than 90, yeah. I've got to have red lights or stop signs nearby. You sound like my mom. Oh, yeah, because when I'm, <laughs> yeah. it's it's the fact that I drive to the airport every day. It's like you put me on the fucking interstate, and then they built me an extra special speedway called the Express Lane. I will give you a dollar and twenty cents to drive as fast as I can from Big Shanty to two eighty five. That's how like, it works in South in Georgia, this? <laughs> where there's nothing except for miles and miles. And all of the highway. cops in Tifton, then uh, they've gotten me there on the super speed. I always hear people fuckers. getting stopped on the interstate <laughs> you got a super at Dublin. Yeah. Ooh, that's oh. yeah, I was doing one hundred and twenty one. This was a few years ago. I had a Hyundai Genesis Coupe three Man. three point. Yeah, those things that are that fucking thing. This was like yeah, it was. They are unbelievably quick. Oh, man, Bill got pulled over doing 120 coming from Hendersonville. Oh, shit, there is a name. North I'm assuming Carolina. you're you're talking about Hoover? Yeah. A name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently man, he, he, was, was... he was flying <laughs> down that on-ramp, ready to get back. And he was sitting up on the bridge. Yeah, I hate that shit. Saw them lights turn on. Bill was like, God oh. damn it. Oh, here we go. Like that's this, and, that, <laughs> and that's the part go. where I go like, okay, like seriously, I understand. The whole point of being a cop is to make money, right. pulling people over. I'm speeding. But am I really doing anything wrong? It's not my fault. There's not a car anywhere around me. It's an open road. I can do what I want. I have confidence in myself. Why shouldn't I be allowed to, if I'm going to kill myself through accident, be allowed to do it? I don't need Big Brother over here to be like, yo, slow down. You could hurt yourself. Motherfucker, maybe I wanted to. That's a good. It's like you're like, I I know that. Yeah. If I'm uh, like, there should be a common sense law, which we all know that. Common sense no longer hey, exists, hey. but there should be a common sense concept. If you flip when a- you pull somebody the fuck over, I don't care if you're doing 120 or not. Right. You know what? If you're handling the situation, you fucking go, man. You rock it. Well, they have to now. If you're up. fucking in and out of shit, and you're fucking scaring the shit out of little old people, like little old women's hands are going up in the air, and you realize that they're driving and it's not a ghost car. Yeah. Like you know what? Fuck, man. Maybe we should say something to do. You might want to. Tell him, hey. But if he's just out <laughs> fucking taking care of business and he ain't hurting nobody, let him fucking handle his shit. Speaking of that, did you hear about the, well, I mean, you're leaving to go to Florida. 
but they're, they're I think they're apparently raising the speed limit on 575. They are to 75. Yeah, 75. Now they're going like fucking Colorado shit. Yeah, because the population's going up. That's awesome. Which I'm not the smartest man in the world. You're second. I got you at first. So just kidding. First. So <laughs> I'll take that. But I'm kind of I'm up there a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, does it does it make? I'm trying to think about this, and the more people, the faster you go. Yeah, doesn't it seem more dangerous? Kinda, Shouldn't it be kinda, the it's less kinda, people? It's kind of backwards to me. Yeah, that it, it exactly is intentional. Man. They're never going to make it 75 miles an hour yeah. down 575. There you anyway. go. You don't. Think You're so? somebody's <laughs> going to be in front of you. Unless it's like three o'clock in the morning. Traffic in the morning, like he said. Unless it's three o'clock in the morning. Why do you think they have speed limits of eighty-five and eighty, like in places like Wyoming and Utah and Colorado? Because you might drive three miles before you see anybody. Yeah. So you know, yeah, haul ass. You're in the countryside. There's seventy thousand people crammed into a quarter mile of fucking road. It's just weird. You might want to slow the fuck down. It's it's a it seems a little strange to me that you're like, hey, we should. Bump that sucker up. Yeah, but I mean, I still support it because I'm still that asshole behind oh. the wheel of the car who's up on the person in the very left-hand lane's ass who's doing 80, and they feel comfortable at 80 passing almost everyone except for the asshole behind them in the blue fusion. <laughs> Why is this motherfucker up my exhaust pipe? So now you get out of the way, and as I go by you and give you the finger, I'm back up to 100. But you know what? Yeah, I'm always that asshole. Hey, listen. Hey. So there's got to be those people. Okay, I understand why I get pulled over. I just don't like it. Sometimes they're what makes the world turn. I think there should be different punishment. Like maybe we shouldn't always have to be financial. What are you thinking? What kind maybe of punishment are you wanting? Bad groceries. Maybe work a few extra days, but oh. throw me a few hours of community gonna, service. Community service. I'd be willing to be go better. down and hang out at Publix for a couple of days and work for like four hours each day. There you go. Get to interact with some different people. Already, try out something different. Yeah, you already pay taxes on that road. Exactly. Work so out, like in theory, I am allowed to because I own it. Right? Hey, that's right. Or <laughs> you know, work at a recycling plant. Help them. Help Mother Nature out. Help there out in go. some capacity. Go to a homeless shelter. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could have people do. I think that's way better than money you could do a lot of things you money know same is- thing when you think about people's fines in court why is it always about money right and why i can't it be part of it helping is helping someone else well part of it it's okay part <laughs> of it is strictly about the fact that it's financial i mean it's literally it's financial they don't yeah. give a shit if you help anybody or not right the money is never going to anything positive anyway no i mean are we seriously telling me you fucking gonna fix a pothole that took you a year to find was even there even though half the community complained about it yep no. Someone probably called you. Somebody every other put day. that fucking money in their pocket and went down and bought a, you know, their fucking wife a coach purse, or Incredibly. she bought her husband a coach wallet or some shit. Why? Because most politicians are crooked as shit anyway. The right. money's going to fucking no good, useful. And shit. they need that coach purse. Because if it's going somewhere, why are we in debt? Kevin, they need that coach purse. I mean, shit. I just bought a coach backpack. I can't say anything. And my wife bought me a coach wallet. They fucking rock. It's dude. it's the best. I it mean, it's cool. I'm honestly got to say, I'm it's there. the best wallet I've had. Status. Usually, I destroy them. <laughs> Exactly, and plus, it's kind of nice for people to be like, because yeah. it only it only has an effect when I pull it out to pay for something. Well, I guess it depends because if I don't, you're never going to see it. it. Ain't like I'm walking around flashing my wallet. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get stole from if you're doing that. No, that's yeah. true. So you know, it's like eh, it only matters when it matters. You know, yeah, that's right. It's, it's funny too because like you know the people, the real people, yeah, the real people who have money, you don't know they have money. That's right. You don't figure that because out. Because they're eating at Ingles Cafe. Right. You know, there, there's other things in life that's more important Priority. to them. You know, they, they are enjoying life and they're real. Right. There's too many people out there that's fake. That's what we should be doing. Why are you trying to buy things to say, hey, look, 
flashy, flashy. Look Why can't me. you just have Look what you me. need? I mean, you fucking Bill me. Gates could fix the Bahamas by himself and never even put a dent in his fucking financial Not situation. A but Not a dent. you know, why would he do that? It would literally he be wouldn't like make any money off of you it. You got it. Right. Why would anybody with money but help he anybody might, who don't? If he built rebuild it, then maybe people would be like, We should support Bill Gates and buy more Windows things. Bill Gates is all about lowering the population. He's oh, not no. about helping it get more. Um, so I mean if anything So let's kill all the is, poor people. I was gonna say in his mind you know, yeah, in his mind it's all about, hey, let's wipe people out. I mean, think about it. Nobody really talks about Germany and the concept, you know, we all know there was a Holocaust, but how many people really think that before that they were taking out the mentally ill and the people with physical disabilities? They were the first run that nobody talks about. Culling of the weak. Right. Right. So that happened. Nobody discusses it. We take out some Jews through the Holocaust and it's the world mm. news. Is that important? Absolutely. But why isn't the rest of it? Why wasn't it brought up before? You got it. Exactly. It, why is that all of a sudden who important? Who is able to benefit from it? Did the Jews benefit? No, they suffered like hell. But at the same time, it had to be talked about so people could see something from it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not there, but somebody profited, somebody benefited, somebody gained from it. Right. It's always the case. It's fucking human nature. It's like somewhere along the way, we all became some crooked motherfuckers, and it's just inbred into us genetically through our DNA. It is behavioral. And it's like we all have it. It's all in us to step on people to get what we want. It's Monetary gains, The difference man. is who is able to resist that fight right. and be more human and more natural who? and more giving. Because a lot of these people always love to talk about, oh, well, what about, you know, goodwill they, they they take things right yeah i mean last time i checked the ceo is making a fucking fortune yeah and they yeah, started marking just, up the prices yeah. on their exactly stuff. they've been looking it up on the internet and then they market it they just resell it after somebody gave it to them it's for free lost its entire focus right because somebody's got a profit from it. it's all off the path everybody man. is stepping on somebody to gain something that's right it, it's the fact that we shouldn't step it we should somewhere. all step back right. take a breath and support one another or you know what maybe help people Help someone else that can't step on other people. Maybe help them. Give them a boost up. Yeah, give them a step ladder. You know, put them a couple of steps up. You know, get them more equal to somebody. There are some social services that do do that, but people get dependent on it, and then they become. Uh, Yeah, they don't want to do anything. There are people who don't want to do anything for themselves, and then there are people who are makers. There are makers and takers. I'm one of those individuals. It's like I have a hard time with homelessness, you know, because I do understand there are people who are homeless because they have mental issues, they have the inability to function. However, I know there are people who are homeless just because they're fucking lazy. Well, a lot of That's them true. want to be homeless. You could go your ass over to just about anywhere and get a job. McDonald's, Shell Station, Taco yeah. Bell, whatever. You can find a job. If you're serious, you can find one. I know I just saw a story on the news about the, you know, the runner who or the guy who walks America and raises millions of dollars for veterans and all of that stuff. And he was a homeless guy who now is like, you know some nice, wonderful individual. And there are people out there. There are really good people out there. I wish I was one of them. I'm somewhere in the middle. I believe in a lot, but I don't necessarily do a lot. But then again, I'm not in a position to do a lot, even though people would still say, oh, but every little bit helps. Right. Well, I got to help me before I can help anybody else. It's true. If I, if I can't get comfortable, how the hell am I going to make anybody else comfortable? You can't help anybody if you can't already have helped yourself. Yeah. So a lot of these motherfuckers that are rich got all this damn money. They should be fucking taking care of all the rest of us who hadn't got there yet. Get everybody on an equal playing field. Or at least bump them up a notch. Yeah, man. Help, help out. Help everybody step help people. up one position. Right. You don't have to help the guy. If, the, if a guy makes 40 grand a year, you don't have to help him. Help the person who, who just doesn't. came back from Iraq and 
has PTSD and can't hold down a job because when he hears someone drop a tray, he feels like someone's taking a shot at him. Yeah. You know, maybe help that guy get some help. Help help the ones that need it. You know, help somebody, but don't be oblivious to it. You know, don't don't, be oblivious. Don't be Bill Gates. Who's like, man, fuck it. We got too many people on this planet. Let's take out some of them. But there's a lot of people that feel that way. I'm starting to feel like the Bahamas are under attack by nature. You know, I mean, yeah, right. But at the same time, people would tell you, Hey, we must destroy it. We can get to the point where we're controlling weather. We're you know, you the chemtrails and all that shit. So who's to say that we're not intentionally doing this shit? I've heard a lot who's to say that. we're not intentionally doing global warming? Why? There's got to be a reason. I don't know if we are, if it's natural. I don't know. I really don't like is Isn't it sad that it's come to the point in our life that where we literally have to question everything? I think everything. people should question it, but I don't. There was a point in time when we took everything at face value. We were real. You know what I mean? But because of all the fake news and all the extra pieces, like you literally have to research everything now because any piece of it could be very inaccurate. But a lot of people still won't research it, even though you have face, you have Google, you see a meme on Facebook, you're like, I'm going to share this because I agree with it. And it's right. But it may not even be accurate. Right. No, you should always research. Know what you're talking about. Or you don't even know what it is. And you're just like, I just like the way this looks. I'm going to share it. But that's also why I'm the first to admit, hey, I don't dig into everything. This is shit I've heard. So I have no problem with people saying, no, that's wrong. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're going to be putting (laughs) stuff out there, you better make sure it's right. I mean, don't you're talking about fake news. Don't be a perpetuator. If you're going to be that individual on that level, then Yeah. yeah, you should need to drive the truth. I thought that was the whole point. And don't get me wrong, I, I worry about people and all the shit that goes on, but I'm really getting tired of these news stories where they want to talk about people's heroic story. Because don't get me wrong, I'm so happy that this individual with, you know, uh, stage three cancer or this child, whatever, gets to go live their Make-A-Wish Foundation dream or this individual gets to go, you know, and and spend the day with a race car driver that they absolutely adore, at, you know, toward the end. I, I love that shit. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. But that don't belong on the news. Right. That is not newsworthy. That is a story that should be in its own capsulated world that gets shared. Put it out there. But that don't belong on the news. Put the shit that matters on the news. Right. Put the shit that Americans need to know about right. on the news. That they should be informed That's about. truthful. Right. Yeah, but that's your, everything is biased. So if you want something truthful, you have to dig for the truth yourself. And I don't believe the news should be on 24-7. You should get your local community news. We don't need to know what's and going on And they should talk about the important shit. That's right. And if God. you really want to know about important shit, get educated on it. Yep. I mean, get educated on economics, get educated on government. If you're really concerned about global warming, look at all the studies. I mean, and look at the science behind chaos. I mean, yep. chaos is a science. I just finished chaos, the book. And yep. I mean, there's a chaos lot of theory. The, the chaos theory. Yeah. But the butterfly effect. Yes. So, I mean, really, if you want get educated on it and it's on the internet. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're definitely speeding up the whole global warming thing. I think it was naturally happening anyway. Obviously you don't go from an ice age to a non ice age if things aren't getting warmer. Right. But we have definitely, you know, put more fuel to that fire. We have definitely amped that whole scenario to its max limit and capacity. And we have put it into, you know, turbo mode in essence. There's been a bit of progression. Yes. You know, would it have naturally have happened? my own way of thinking says yes, but I'm also the guy that says, you know what, trying to understand how they're saying that we're a genetic, you know, bipartisan growth of whatever from, from apes. I still want to know where all the middle specimens are. Right. It, you know what I mean? That's I, a large... I'm the guy who's like, dude, we're 
I believe apes are part of us, but I also think some alien up there fucked one. And that's why we're here because we're some sort of fucking weird hybrid between an ape and what we always say is the grays. We all have intelligence. We've rapidly developed. We can go down the list of that shit. So yeah, I'm a weird motherfucker anyway, but damn man, like fucking shit just annoys me. I'm sorry. Humanity annoys me because it all wants to just be something that it shouldn't be. People, like you said, people have an agenda, man. Everybody's got one. Everybody has an agenda. My only agenda is to not die. I mean, I know I'm going to. We all do. Right, but that's... But I'm trying to, like, you know, every day... extend that. I want to go out on the road and do 100 and not hit someone. That's my goal. (laughs) Every time I go out there, you know, I God, I hate having to use my brakes. But they get worn. I mean, people pull in front of me and it's like, ah, shit, I'm not killing this family today. Let me hit my brakes. Right. You know, I, I care. I worry about that. When I go to the grocery store, I want to know that I can buy a fucking fatty steak, take it home and eat that motherfucker and clog my arteries. I shouldn't have some motherfucker trying to force me to eat a fucking plant-based burger. It is America. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. But like we've spread that out to the lungs of the world in the Amazon. They're so about this meat agenda that now they're saying that the whole burning of the Amazon, which in it may very well be, but is all about the fact that they're having a clear area for cattle. And as long as we stop eating meat, shit like that won't happen and the Amazon won't burn. Yeah, Yeah. but those people are going to continue to do that because they know if they build a farm, they're going to make money. And that's going to bring them out of poverty. So we're not looking at what it's doing to someone driving an agenda. Yeah, because those people in Brazil, if they can have a successful farm, they can get themselves out of poverty. It's just like what happens in China and India. If I can go to work and I can make an hourly wage, I can pull myself and my family out of poverty. So why should I be worried about uh, global warming or why should I be worried about pollution when I can as a person literally take my children out of the garbage dump and mm. put them in a small apartment why would I not do that that's what every human Hence being wants why I'm all the way back to some of the, the issues I have with homelessness yeah what's, you know what's hilarious about the Amazon as well is the soil there is it's not even really that fertile right you know, somehow because everything un- nobody realizes, like when you're up on the top looking down, those trees, there's a lot of green there, but not a lot of sunlight gets underneath. That's right. And it's buried in peat and moss. And yes, things do grow there, but it's not everything. It's not a completely fertile. Like you're not going to go just drop corn in the ground and right. fucking grow wheat and soy. And like you have to knock out some shit. You have to take down trees and shit. And that's the shit that fucking that's part of the problem. The only way that people could flourish in the Amazon cities and you're talking about clearing them, they found all these cities and stuff that and you know are remnants of them and the only way that they could even thrive was they had to literally import soil what if the entire objective of the fire for the amazon is to burn away the brush to find the cities of gold and shit from the old aztecs and the incas and all that shit and just to regenerate money into civilization population america you know what i'm saying like i mean it's i always just feel like everything that happens now there's something else there's something behind going it. on There's behind problems. it. Right? I mean, and I look at shit like that. And I said, I, it, it's me pulling shit out of my ass. Conspiracy theorists, whatever you want hey to man, call it. There's just random shit. But I call it using my fucking brain. There could be somebody. I like you to pulling be the strings. imaginative. I like to get creative with shit. You know what? That's Put just the way I think. Online. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> everyday shit is fucking hell. Hey. It's hard. It's boring. Nobody wants to get them to go to work every fucking day. Everybody wants to be rich. That's right. But being rich ain't going to necessarily do everything because if everybody's rich, who the fuck's going to be buying anything? Nobody's going to have, you know, it's, it's, it's who's going to be cycle. making all this stuff. Right. Who's it's that be, vicious yeah. cycle. I ain't going to work. I'm yeah. fucking rich. I don't have to. So, I mean, I get it. There's a vicious cycle. That's the whole way it works. 
Maybe it's just the fact we're all fucking disgruntled with our spot in the cycle. Who the fuck knows? Well, I think everybody should just feel lucky to be alive. Yeah. Again, go back to finding the fucking positives. I think that's a good way to to end is just to tell people. Well, what did Mr. Spencer say the last time he was here? He was like, you know, it's like 400 trillion to one that you're even going to be a human. Right, and you have all those sperm. You're that lucky. And you're sperm. that one fast that, that, that motherfucker made that made it through. <laughs> that lucky guy, yeah, man. You, you know, know? Uh, there could have been millions of other people right there, and your mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's you know, it, yeah, <laughs> shit's crazy, man. And it's it doesn't matter where you fall. There's always an argument. There's always something to be said. Yeah. You are either on one side of the fence or the other. You're on it or you're under it. It doesn't matter. It it we're all fucked. We're all going down the same path. The difference is, is are you sitting on top watching it happen or are you on the bottom getting stepped on while it's happening? And that's really ultimately what it comes down to, because this planet is still going to fucking wipe us off of it as a generic disease at some point. it's going to keep going. And it's going to keep spinning its little self around. And, you know, and that's why they're, of course, I would assume that's the whole big thing about checking out all these other planets is we know this motherfucker, we're killing it. Yeah. We got to find another one to go kill. It's truth in movies, man. If you sit around and watch all the movies, what is it? Why is aliens always coming to Earth? Because they've destroyed every other fucking planet in their life, and now they're hunting a new habitable that's one to fuck up again? But you ever just, stop and think that's a flip circle to reality? That's what we're doing to that's ours? That's just our projection into movies. Like, humans are projecting we, that storyline. because. But the thing is, is I don't think it's really smart, because you don't know what kind of disease are on these other planets. that you yeah. Like, when people came to america we gave a bunch of diseases to native americans and they all died right (laughs) i mean that could happen if you go to a different planet the thing is though is i think george carlin said this he said you know the world was here before we were and it'll be longer and it's literally the world and it's like Maybe Why the world invented us. Here? Maybe the world invented us to make plastic. plastic. The Earth plus plastic. We are here. Earth plus plastic. <laughs> Earth plus plastic. Yeah. And, and it needed it, us. It's going to be. It needed uh, us to create plastic. It's going to be Earth and plastic. So yeah, okay. I mean, it's I, it's yeah, man. Wild, I th- I think honestly, I just you know what. This has been an awesome interview, man. But and if you come back to Georgia, you have to yeah, tell us. You have to let us know, bro. The marijuana industry in Florida. You got to give us some information. Be in touch, man. There'll be number sharing, all that good shit. Hey, it's like I said, man, I'm going to be posting some dank ass photos, man. <laughs> I don't know what, because fuck, I don't know what all my choices Where are. Where are you but, posting photos? <laughs> yeah, I probably Snap, Instagram. That's the only two things that I do. Because we look for you on Instagram. We couldn't find you. Yeah, I'm there. I'm hiding. Okay. But I'm definitely there. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> cool, My man. page is one of those that when you look at it and you read through it, you really realize how fucking twisted I am. <laughs> you know, it's like I'd be a serial killer, but two reasons. One, I don't want to go to prison. And two, I don't like to see people suffer. That's right. But I'm also one of those people that I feel like if I was, I'd probably torture your ass. Yeah. Why? Because you fucking piss me off. Like, I'm just, I'm fucking weird, man. I'm fucking out there. But I know one thing. I don't like jail. I've been there a couple of times, even though it was fun. just for some DUIs and shit. But you know what? I don't want to go back. So I'm going to walk that fucking line. And I'm going to be a nice person until it gets to the point where I don't have any choice. Government wants to take guns away, shit like that. America start taking sides with each other. Fucking California defects from the fucking. Man, I'm just alone for the fucking ride. Yeah, until I have to fucking step into the driver's seat. Right. So they set off explosives at the, you know, the state line and just 
separate. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's become like, an I island. keep thinking fucking California's going to do their own fucking thing. <laughs> they always have, Did dude. They, they have. Didn't I mean, they talk about that, though? They, they're always talking there about like it. A, emancipation it, the, from the union. The Brit and, exiting the EU, and so they were talking about California exiting the yeah. USA. And what's weird is they were the last place to be inhabited in america right like <laughs> well it wasn't the last it would be the, be, but it, it was, was near, definitely you just think it would be the opposite but yeah. it's like they were they were near the you know the last people to come over there and they're like you know what we've seen all this stuff that's happened in the last year we want to do our own thing we they're woke. Do our own thing they're woke. It, it makes me laugh when i see people come in because then they'll pick up like one of the little neck pillows yeah oh this has got cancer causing and it's got carcinogens carcinogens what's in it well, in California, they told us these little beads will kill you. Oh, snap. So the other 49 states, we don't give a shit, apparently. Apparently, we don't care. We don't give a fuck. Just don't I... let your kid eat it because those little silicone beads will kill him. Yeah. You know, I mean, California lives on a whole different world. The one thing about Cali I do like is anything over eight hours in a day is overtime. Sweet. Man, I could work a fucking 16-hour day and have half of that is overtime. Really? Yeah. It's not based on a week. It's based on a day. See, that's, I like that. That's the only positive I've ever heard from California. That oh, well, like. they got weed legal now, yeah. too. So. Well, I mean, yeah. they've had weed legal since, like, the 90s. That's I mean, it's expensive as crap. Came. True. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive as crap to live there, too. Yeah. yeah. It is. I wouldn't. I would not. I, I really don't think I'd live there. I think I'm, you know, just, just the overall atmosphere from what I feel that comes from Cali. Yeah. It just feels like it's too much, man. It feels like it's literally they are trying to change everything. They have their own world out there. So I get them trying to emancipate from the union, from the country, from the nation, from whatever you want to call this land of confused and crazed individuals who all have their own agenda and objective to the rule question the world. Is, why shouldn't we let them? I don't think we should stop them at all. I don't think we can. I stop. think we should can say we bye. Stop them? Yeah. yeah. We'll check you guys on the flip yeah. side. Yeah, no shit. We'll set up trade. You know, I mean, we'll have some tariffs and That's shit right. with you guys. I'm sure guys. Well, you guys and have plenty of airports there. We'll, we've yeah. already got some military bases there. It's not like Let's just go ahead and while we're building this wall, just turn and cut and go right on up and around. Well, there's a and it, and it's not because we're trying to keep them out. They can have free reign. We there just want go. the wall to have the generalized separation of go. where you are and where we are. We might as well just go ahead. We and don't want to know what's going on too. unless we want to come to you. We'll just right. go all the way up to Portland. Well, hey, why not just build up around Alaska too? Keep the Russians out, man. Yeah, man. No, that well, they just go in, apparently change your votes and do yeah. weird shit like erase emails. Well, from I mean, Clinton's they can see and, us from a Yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't want to come to this country. They just want to watch it fucking burn. That's yeah. what I think. But they at the same time, I yeah, ultimately. Well, they might. They might really hate it because at the same time they're not really guilty of a lot of shit that we've said they're guilty of well and by we i don't mean us because we fucking don't have a say in this (laughs) but these motherfuckers that sit up on top and point the fucking finger again because they don't want to look at their own fucked up house right they're going to point the finger at somebody else's house and go your house is cluttered and dirty you should clean that motherfucker Don't look over here. It's easy to point the finger. I'm a fucking hoarder and you can't even fucking find my cats. But that's why we shouldn't say anything because we need to clean our own rooms first. And our own Again, we are first. still the youngest country and all these other motherfuckers are laughing at yeah, us. Yeah, but we were the best. You know what though? They we're all, just aggressive. They say when you point, what do they say? When you point one finger, you got. Yeah. You got four more pointing back at you. Or whatever the fucking saying whatever is. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, three at hey, least, because I yeah. guess my thumb does its own. Weird yeah, my shit. thumb likes to just go <laughs> up. So I mean, so, you know. but those three fingers, unless yeah. you're a weird pointer and you like to do something like that, I don't <laughs> it's like, know. You motherfucker. Yeah, you, yeah. you, and, <laughs> yeah, you and these three guys over here. here you know. <laughs> 
Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the shocker, the spocker, the rocker. Got it all, man. man. Fuck it, man. It's entertaining. That's the least that we got to worry about, right? Just sit back and watch it. Because it's going down anyway. I don't think we really have a choice. Let's well, not be negative about it. It's not going down. If yeah. we could cut, if we could cut California off, we might make it. You know what? Yeah, because we can deal with New York. I think we could. We, we, might we could need turn to end on a positive shit. note. We need to end on a positive note and not go down the rabbit hole of depressed. No, depression. it's not depression, man. Like I said to me, it's entertainment. You got to find a positive in everything. That's true. Because I'm just positively knowing we're fucked. But hey. <laughs> Listen, if you think it, you, at least you're trying to be positive and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to, it's, hey, it's going to no, happen. It's like, and I'll say these things, you know, for example, I'll, I'll say something and I've mentioned it here already once about me being fat, you know, being a fat ass. A lot of people have that problem where they're like, why do you talk about yourself in this tone? Well, see, kind of goes back to that moment where I can go, Hey, I'm staying in my own lane, bro. My house is fucked up and I know it and I'm cool with it. Because that's who I am. I'll also tell you that I have problems. I right. have my problems. I, I'm staying in my own fucking life. But I'm okay with that. Because me knowing my issues allows me to be a little more comfortable with looking at you when you say you have issues and be like, hey, brother, I understand. I'm right. there with you. I'm not going to laugh at you, point the finger at you, and say, oh, look at this motherfucker over here, man. He's got whatever. You know, his fucking life's chaos. My shit is chaos too. Let's be in chaos together and let's have some beer and be happy about it. Have fun. Exactly. Because we're all fucked in some capacity. We all have our issues. We're Americans. And I'm the first one to admit whether I'm bald, I'm overweight, I got crooked teeth, my nose is crooked, fucking whatever. You know what? But it's me and I'm a human and I I accept my flaws. (laughs) I know I have my own thing. I know I'm a demented, twisted motherfucker. But I accept that. I, why can't everybody just understand who they are, accept it, and not worry about all the other motherfuckers out there? We either in it together or we're trying to get in it together. But we all need to be together. That's ultimately what it comes down to because we're all headed the same direction. Not six feet under if we're lucky. You know, it's just a matter of when you're going to get there. Hopefully for most of us, we get to enjoy the seventies and the eighties, you know, and you can either look at that as years or decades coming in 2070 and 80. But the point is, is, you know, that's our objective. That's where our focus should be is how do we move civilization forward? But it's not for a lot of motherfuckers. It's like, Hey, I want to move civilization forward, but not that civilization, not that one, that one over there. eh, Fuck them. Only mine. And maybe those guys. Yeah. Yeah. You and you can come along. Right. That selective. Here we go. Yep. All over again. And it's like, it, it's a vicious cycle. I mean, it's one of those things, like you said, you could sit here and talk till we fucking died. That's right. And it's always going to be the same stories in a continuous loop that cycle around. History repeats itself. No one apparently learns from it. The ones who do, they're usually the ones who's not in a position to do anything about it anyway. So we just get mowed over. That's right. Hey man, fire all the fucking politicians and go out and pull random people out of society. Just fucking walk into a McDonald's one day and be like, hey, dude, I saw you ordered a Big Mac. How would you like to be the senator for the state? Well, the Romans used Let's to do it. What? <laughs> you know? Let's try Fucking it out. just grab random people. Obviously, when you grab that person, do a little digging on them real quick. You know, make sure they're legitimately not a serial killer. At least or Google them. El Chapo's fucking cousin, you know? Right. There's a few things you want to validate. I get that shit, you know? But ultimately, let's throw some random fucking people in office and let them figure some shit out. See how it works. it was supposed to kind of be like that. (laughs) That was the ultimate goal. um, The government is based partially on how the Romans did it, and the Romans did. They picked random people to be And that's what we claim is, yeah, centers and congress. But but now, that's a career. Yeah. 
but that's not what it should be. You should, it should be one or two terms from, and you're done. Yeah. Right. And it should be just random people. It shouldn't be, you know, Hey, I want to be, no, but man, it's only the shit. elite and the rich. Who I'm can sorry. Do it. Yeah. Cause to me, it would be like, Oh, you want to be a Senator? Well, right. you're automatically disqualified. Yeah. This is not, we don't pick who wants it. We pick somebody who's just a, an everyday person who has no idea what the fuck they're doing, that's right. Right. but is willing to go give it a shot and try to fit based on the shit they see. That's wrong. What a bunch of people in the same room, even if they all have different thought processes, if it's just people who are not motivated or driven by dollars and finances and position, they're going to make normal, rational decisions yeah. as a group. I mean, I hate to say it. A lot of times look at a jury. There's a decent example. I say decent. Yeah. all fuck up. You know, everybody makes mistakes, but you learn from them. So, Hey, you throw this batch of people in this fucking office and hell, you got a hundred people in there, 200, 300, let them figure some shit out. They'll, they will. It may take them some time. They may debate on some shit for a fucking, you know, year, but ultimately you're going to get a rational decision. Why? Because they're not motivated from dollars. Somebody's not trying to slip them a bill to pay them for something. Right. They're looking at it from an everyday point of view. Why not? But well, you know what? Not in this country. You know what, man? Uh, I agree with you. And I hate to say I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm talking to you. Today. No, That's I love it, man. It's just, I think we're, uh, out of tape. Get, we're out getting, of, out of we're getting to the end and people are going to be already dialed out by now. I think people are going <laughs> to love it. Um, I'm not even dialed out. I think once you get further into the conversation, you get more relaxed. But the thing is, is yeah, we we're, you know, when you come back, we're going to, we've got to open up the rabbit hole again. And I will have a whole different hole to go down. I'm sure. I I'm always do. If you'd have grabbed me yesterday, we'd have been in a different section of the maze. Well, dude, I just, I think I'm speaking for everybody. It's been a blast and I'm so glad to have you on, man, for real. And whenever you're up here, you are more than welcome to come yeah. back on the podcast. When bro. I make it back up this way, I will absolutely hit you guys up. And even if it's no podcast and it's only beer, I will still hit you up. We would love to have you, man. Well, you're welcome. Man. Yep. And for all everybody at home, just remember, Kevin said it best. Stay positive. Stay rational. Thank you guys for watching Help I Need an Adult or listening to it. And have a wonderful day or night. Find me an adult. There you go. I think we all need one every once in a while, right?